Oi, you lot, you listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 325. On tonight's episode, the Manlings talk about all sorts of little mini topics. Things that people have been asking for on the Patreon and on the Discord and in the Facebook group. None of them make a whole episode, but together, they make something, I guess. I don't know. Shut it! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the Garage, you tools, for the next two hours or thereabouts. We're going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and have a few laughs along the way, bringing you hobby burnout, hobby etiquette, and the importance of knowing your army book. I'm Dave Whitek, and with me, as always, is Christopher Walker. Chris! Yo, hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. Hello. Ugh. Woo-wee. How are you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We, it, it's it's a shorter span between recordings this time because we had all we had to get the stuff done for the last book on that uh, that crunch point time, mm-hmm. and here we are recording a few days early. Like it's almost like we're back on schedule after after getting so badly thrown off the last couple of years with never being on time. Yeah, that'd be great. I know. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling super excited. So. Um, before we jump into everything and talk about even the you know the episode and everything like that, let's thank the sponsors of the show. That includes Chaos Orc Superstar. 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 I don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> and Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. They have your 3D printing needs. They have your MDF needs, your basing needs. They, If you need something that is a token or a bit of board or a board edge or something like that, if you if you can make it and you know what you want made, they can get it for you, man. The, six, the number six, squaredstudios.ca. And last but certainly not least, Grognard Games in both Batavia and Roselle, Illinois, because there's always something happening at Grognards. That's right. Nice. Very good. Yeah. And uh, also the Patreon patrons. Want to thank them. Our associate producers, Jake C., James Brown, and Old Man Yeti. Our executive producers, Scotty Milne, George Stradone, and Sir Killsteak. And our newest Patreon patrons. We got, I, I, I might have mentioned these guys on the last episode because we recorded like on the same day these guys, be, and I don't know if I got them or not. So I'm going to mention mm-hmm. them again just in case. But David Clark, Ryan McNally, Dan LeBlanc, and Cameron Brown, thank you all for becoming Patreon Welcome. patrons. Welcome. Yes. And, um, and if anyone is interested in becoming a Patreon patron, you can check us out at patreon.com slash garagehammer. Um. Thank you to everyone who, uh, Patreon patrons, past, present, and those considering it in the future. Thank you for being part of the about 1% of our audience that makes this show and everything we do on this show possible. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, and, and Chris, we did Yo. get voicemails. We got Yay. the voicemails. We got a bunch of them, too. I'm trying to look back. I think, yeah, we did the Chris from Pittsburgh. So we got four of them. Fantastic. Starting with an old frav- favorite, uh, our longtime caller, Brandon from Columbia. So let's start off with this one right here. Let me get the sound up. And hey, this is Brandon from Columbia and the Port Chop Express. I'm talking those tools in the garage. So um, I-, I wanted to um, congratulate y'all on getting caught up with all the AOS uh, Army books. Uh, definitely awesome. Um, and, um, 
and just the fact that you guys got one of the Battle Tome reviews done on the Saturday of pre-order, that was so awesome. And um, I just want to say thank you for that, and we know it was a lot of hard work. The other part, I'm curious, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, because I don't... I've been listening for several years, but at the same time, it, it seems like you're, you've always had a backlog, and so I can only imagine how stressful that is. Um, but I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Um, and then the next part is, it's almost November. What's the year-end contest? We definitely want to hear about that and try to make oh. an entry. So um, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, take it easy. Nice. Oh, crap. <laughs> year-end contest um uh um next episode we're, we're, th- we're thinking about it yeah yeah i started th- uh you know what i've been thinking about it now for a- about 30 seconds and i need a little more time i totally forgot about the year-end contest i forgot i gotta talk to kevin um wow yeah the christmas contest um we're not gonna have a lot of time for this this that oh god i'm the worst um okay Yes, we've done the last two Dawnbringers books out, or I, the last two books that came out. We did we dropped on the day that we were allowed yep. to drop them. We used to do this all the time, Christopher and I, and even Chris, you and I, when we would get the stuff, when we would get any info, or, or like the second we got info, we got it together, got it ready, got it ready to put out right away. Um, what started happening is, you know, then Games Workshop was nice enough to let us see the books ahead of time. Um, and honestly, what happened was when, when, when Alex was the co-host, you know, he knew how to play, but he also knew that in a couple of weeks they were putting out the FAQs. And right. in a couple of weeks there would be that, and that the things would change. And he was like, well, why are we rushing to do it if in next episode we're going to have to tell them before we get into the next thing what the changes were for the last thing. So he always counseled, let's put it out like a month after it comes out so that we can have the full coverage, which mm. was great when you had someone like Alex who knew stuff. But then it was like, I don't know that, you know, like I'm. Oh, yeah. You know, like uh, this stuff he comes was privy out. To, he was privy to some knowledge that we, you know. Well, it's not only that. I'm just saying, like, he looks at the FAQs and the things he, like I said, he's the guy who could look at that and see, okay, this is how it's going to change everything in your book. This is where the, mm-hmm. this is what it's going to Man, I don't know. And honestly, I really think uh, this call is not the only one. Uh, this call is not the only message I've gotten with people who are like, that book coming out the day of pre-order i got to hear what was in it i got to decide and i got a lot of people i ordered it i pre-ordered it because you know we already heard and we knew it was good uh and i know chris you're you're of the mind of let's talk about everything right away yeah so i think think that's what we're just going to keep trying to do as i mean Mm -hmm. if games workshop is long enough nice enough to let you and i see the book two weeks before the pre-order comes out yeah I can read it in that time. I mean, like I said, my it's it's a first thoughts thing, which Alex didn't like first thoughts. He liked well well put together, uh, you know, <laughs> thoughts. Um, I like first thoughts, especially because what I mean, I think I think that's kind of the selling point of how we do this is that that excitement for oh wow, like, you know, it's like every time a new book comes out and we're going to review it, I feel like mm-hmm. the kids from that movie A Christmas Story. You've yeah. seen it. Remember Christmas morning when Ralphie's little brother, Randy? Yeah. Oh boy, a Zeppelin! That's oh, mine. Yeah. Oh boy, cool! That's mine. Like just excited beyond the comp, beyond the ability to put things together and think normally. Mm-hmm. That's how I get when I read this stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've invested. 
20 years, and that's not nearly as much as you, almost into reading these books, and I'm invested in the lore, and I get excited, and I, I'm, I, that's, that's a big thing. Is we are definitely going back to the, if they say I can put it out Saturday at 4 a.m., I'm going to try to put it out, well, I'm not going to put it out 4 a.m. because I'll be asleep. Um, but I did figure as, out as, as soon as humanly possible. Well, what I did find out is I, and you know, there's me tech, tech, not savvy. Um, I'm going to, which Mahuzi, I can program it to drop at four in the morning. Like I did that with the last oh, episode. I, I just can't post. I mean, I'm sleeping when that, and I can't post it to the Patreon or anything yeah. until it's up on the main page. So mm-hmm. basically I post on the main page. When I woke up, I put it up on Twitter and Facebook and all the and uh, and stuff like that. Right. Uh, in fact, last time I posted it, it had been up a couple hours, and some people got it right away because they're like, "I'm already halfway through, and you're just telling us it's out." I'm like, "Good, you're <laughs> listening. I, I love it." Yeah. Well, you could probably put an alert on like your app or whatever. When oh yeah. A new episode comes out. It oh yeah. Tells you. So that I mean, I'm glad you guys are liking that because that's how I've always wanted to do it, um, and that's how we did it. But when it came down to um, that feeling like, oh, now the FAQ is out. We got to talk about the book we talked about last week. Alex was like, we should we should hold off and wait till this comes out. Mm. Um, but now, I mean, like I said, we're getting so much positive feedback about it being now. Mm-hmm. I'm for now. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing, Brandon. You read my mind. Here's the next call, and I'm actually I feel embarrassed about this call, um, because I don't know. If I said it in a weird way or something like this, said something in a weird way last episode, but I did not intend anyone to feel bad about something I said. Hold on. Dave, I'm sorry. I you know I, I was just so excited about leaving the voicemail that I didn't say your name. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, apparently, I, I jumped from Dave and Chris straight to Chris. Uh, so, yeah, your voicemail number three just going to mention, you know, your name too. Great show. You got the <laughs> So I was just I was just excited because a lot of times people go, "Hey Dave," because they call because you know it's just I'm you know, yeah, but sure. they're like, "I'm calling for Chris," and I was like, "Yay!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so no no offense was taken when I mentioned there was a call. I wanted to get Chris on the line because I mean a lot of times I feel bad because people are like, "Hey Dave," you know, a lot of the time. So this was a hey Chris. I was all excited. Um, all right, now we got Dan calling from Connecticut. So here we go. All right. Hey, Garage Hammer, this is Dan calling from Connecticut. I just wanted to give you guys a call to say thank you. I've been playing some Warhammer 40K and War Machine in the past, uh, but I never really found myself too invested in them. But uh, I knew I loved painting models, and I was interested in AOS for a while, just never pulled the trigger. And then I find Garage Hammer give me some information on the lore episodes, and, man, I'll tell you, I was all in after that. Uh, I now have a 2,000-point Sylvaneth army as well as a Flesh Eater army. Uh, my wife has a Daughters of Cain army, and we're still going, man. I'm, I'm getting to start collecting boxes left and right. I'm super glad I found you guys, so I wanted to just say thanks. Keep going. Uh, today I became a Patreon, so good luck, guys. Keep going. Now shut it. I'm listening to me show. <laughs> I bet you that was Dan LeBlanc because it said yeah. it was Dan. There you go. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Dan. That was cool. Very cool. Uh, wow. He's just started. He's got three armies going. It's all in, man. Bananas. He is all in. Yeah. <laughs> that's, they've got the garage hammer hook, you know? 
Get yeah. it's that enthusiasm. That's what right? it is. It's infectious. It really is. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything like that. But that's the one thing this show's got for it. We may not know what we're talking about, and we may not always have the right answers. But boy, when we talk about it, are we excited? <laughs> right, wrong, or indifferent? We're excited about it. So thank I you. I think we. I think we get most things right. I think we do. But you, you know, I mean, it's not like I'm just not an expert like some of these guys are. So, uh, all right. So um, next one is Mike from North Carolina. One more voicemail. One more from Mike from North Carolina. Hey, good morning. Fellas, how you doing? This is Mike from North Carolina. Been listening to the show, I don't know, probably about you guys during COVID. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Love the positivity on the show. Um, enjoy. You guys got a little bit of everything. You do both. The lore, which I enjoy. Uh, I also talk about the, the units, combos, and that sort of stuff, so I get a little taste of play, too. I enjoy that. When I listen to you guys, I feel like I'm just... Hanging out with my buddies and we're talking about Warhammer. So it's one of my favorite things to do when I'm riding. I do a lot of driving for work, so that's cool. Um, happened to find myself in Schomburg, Illinois, the other day, and I said, "Hey, what's that place that uh, they're always talking about?" And I was like, "Oh, it's Grognard." So I looked, and you know, happy day. They're uh, they're about three miles away from where I was. So I stopped in at Grognard's. Really, really cool store. I mean, just just like you guys said, tons of stuff. I mean. Man, they got it all. If I lived up that way, I would absolutely be there. Super friendly staff. <laughs> yep. Can't remember if it was Todd or Doug. Nice guy. Um, asked me about how I heard him. Told him it was you guys. But uh, you know, there were people in there playing Warhammer. I picked up a few things. Man, they had a ton of stuff that, like, you can't even get at the GW store. Like, they just had a ton of stuff. Like terrain kits and out of print kits and just paint lines of all that you could imagine. So. Really, really enjoyed uh, Ragnar. I went to the Roselle um, location. So, cool plug there. Um, that's it. That's really all I got. I am coming to uh, Adepticon this year, so I don't know if you guys are going to be there. Maybe you do like a uh, a garage hammer, what do you call it, tool heads or tools. Maybe we do a meet and greet or something. That could be fun. <laughs> but uh, anyway, keep up the, uh, the good work. I enjoy the show. Love it. And uh, thanks for what you guys do. Have a good day. You. All right. Very cool. Yeah, that is cool. And he was in there. And see, honestly, we do. We are spoiled at Grognards. They have so yeah. much. Like, do they have everything? Yeah. Like legit. Like I almost never have to go somewhere else for anything else. Like it's always in stock. They've got everything. They can uh, order anything too. So. Sure. Well, that's the voicemail. Awesome. And thank you please, all for calling. Be, yeah. If, oh, if you wanted to leave a thank you, right. Chris. What if, yeah. if you wanted to leave a voicemail message, such as the ones we've just listened to, you call can us, call leave a voicemail. One seven five seven G H show six. That's right. That's one seven five seven G H show six. Most international callers dial zero zero, and then one seven five seven G H show six. Call now. Do it. We'll, just pause the show. Yeah. Wait, honestly, we'll be here when you get back. It's not going anywhere mm-hmm. unless there's a giant EMP that wipes out all my shows. Oh. Then we're here. So go call. We like be cool voicemail. If it, be cool if an international caller left a voicemail. Well, we do get some of those. Those are always exciting. Always exciting. So, um, okay. Yes. So why don't we take a break because we are uh, got all that. We're going to come back with toolboxing. Then we're going to yeah. come back and talk a little bit more about hobby burnout and the things that we do and different different types of burnout and different ways to handle it. 
Uh, and there's a yeah. lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> the funniest thing is a lot of way I handle burnout is I, 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 I stop doing what I'm doing, which seems like the yeah. exact opposite. But no, even sometimes that's the right move, man. Mm-hmm. So we're going to come back with all of that in just about two minutes. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back. Yes. All right. Toolbox brought to you by Gasworks Superstar. All right. Hobby in. I know you're doing something because you hobby constantly. Although I've got got a bunch under my belt from this weekend as well. So what do you got, bro? So Warhammer related stuff. I painted. I put together. Painted. I did a. Ten Carrick Acolytes. They were fun. To add did to my post, Zeech army. Did you post that up on the Discord? I thought I saw them. I did. Okay, I did see them then, yes. Go on Garage Hammer Discord, and they're on there. I think they're on the Facebook page, too, maybe. I don't know. Garage Hammer Discord's starting to jump. Like, yeah. Um, and I, I think I think the best thing that happened was when the, the Patreon patrons were like, yeah, dude, open this to everybody. The more, the merrier. And all yeah. of a sudden, like, people, because I saw it on the Facebook page, heard on the show, like, yeah. It's not the biggest server on the planet, but as a hey. person who only learned how to use Discord recently because I just don't use that stuff, um, I'm super excited. There are excited. many, 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 many people who listen to the show, and if they all join the Discord, it would be a huge Discord server. It would be a huge server, and it would be really cool to have the whole community in that one place like that. So, mm. uh, we need a I'm, general chat channel, by the way. I think I think I put one up. Did you add one? Okay. Yeah, because somebody asked about that, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even think yeah. about that." So I put one up. It's like an off-topic or whatever that just yeah. put up there. So because I didn't even think about that, I didn't think people yeah. want to be yapping about stuff that wasn't what we're talking about here. But well, apparently, yeah, just general they, Warhammer chat. Oh, that's know? true. Well, I had stuff under each because I have a hobby right. one, and then I had one for yeah. each of the factions. So I figured that yeah. that would cover the general chat, but it would at least be split up by factions. So right. I don't know. It's it's growing. It's changing. I'm just awesome. excited about it. I Very really cool. am. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I did those guys. I never, I had like 20 of them and I decided to just do something different for my Zinch and, you know, kind of fun. And they, he came up pretty well. I thought they're pretty fun. And, uh, and then I went back to my Vanguard hunters cause I had put together 10 of them, painted five, 
got about two colors into the next five. I'm like, ugh, I just didn't want to paint them anymore. <laughs> Put them aside. Okay. And then went back to them and finished them. That was fun. Uh, and then I decided to uh, go into a new project, and uh, I dug out all my Soul Blight Gravelords stuff. Well, they were vampire counts at one point. So I dug out that army, and uh, I'm in the process of circle basing all my skeletons and my zombies and my dire wolves and my bar guys. I did some of that. I did my skeletons, my grave guard. Yeah. I couldn't do do ghouls or zombies. Um. Yeah. If I did, our, if yeah. I did decide to do the ghouls because they're mantic, I'd have to crack. I mean, all the bases are already yeah. done. I'd have to redo right. the whole thing. Yep. Plus, at this point, I've gotten over my distaste for the GW ghouls. Okay. Um, when they first came out, I never, I didn't like them because they were not yeah. undead. And if you're yeah. not undead, how do you have bones sticking out of your back and all that weird stuff that they were doing? Yeah. Like this doesn't yeah. look like a person who could be alive if you weren't undead. And mm. I just didn't like them. And the mantic ones just looked like fair, more like feral people. Right. So I was using those for the longest time, but now if yeah. I was gonna do ghouls and like so, that type of like a um, flesh eater courts, yeah. I would I would I would just start fresh with new GW ones because yeah, I've, so I've, I've come around on yeah. them. Yeah. So I found my ghouls. I have twenty metal ghouls. Found those. Are they the old ones or those the ones that look like the G the ones now? So these are the old ones. So the, the ones that don't really, they don't even look like ghouls like we think of them now. They're yeah, like, they're kind of like standing up. Right, yeah. I've got some good. of those. I when I, I I won when I won that raffle for uh, Chris um, Chris Tomlin's uh, oh okay. undead army. I got all those ghouls. I was like, this is so weird. Yeah. So I have those, and I've you know I got a bunch of black knights and stuff. But I wrote an army list, and so I circle basing the list that I'm planning on using. Oh, there you go. That's the smart yeah. way to do it, right? So I yeah. So I bought. Ten blood knights. I'm in the process of putting them together. Ten. Ten. I painted one of them so far just to see how I want to do it. And uh, they're pretty awesome. They're pretty cool. Uh, and then I have a zombie dragon on order. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Then I am playing, trying to get through uh, Divinity 2 still. <laughs> now, what is that? A big computer game. Computer oh, okay. Game. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's your hobbying. All right. Oh, and once again, yeah. I, I ask, is that it? As if that wasn't this laundry list, right? <laughs> All right. So, um, I was painting the ten Ogroid Theradons or Thamid dudes or whatever. You know, the the big yeah. bull dudes. Um, they're not looking sweet. I'm trying to fix them up a bit. Um, the skin's just kind of blotchy. I think what I was putting on some of the uh, some of the the wash or the con, it just didn't come out right. So I'm just trying to fix that up a bit. Um, you have 10? You have 10? I got two units of three. Oh, two units of three. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're the big guys. They're in units of three. Yeah, yeah, right. So I got two units of three. Um, I was painting that, and then this weekend I sort of got relegated to my room. Um, normally on the weekend I will be downstairs in the basement hobby, and Harrison's down here, or I'll go up on the first floor in hobby, you know, in the living room. Um, yeah. but over the weekend when I was trying to hobby, um, 
Harrison had a friend over and they were up like all night playing video games and they didn't need me in here, right? There's like one of his college friends. He doesn't need his old yeah. man sitting there. So I go up to the first floor and my daughter's got her friend from school over and they're watching uh, Halloween type movies, even though it's past Halloween. <laughs> and so they're up there. They're hanging out all evening. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to go up to my room. But then it's like, I'm not painting in my bedroom. Like, yeah. I'm not, because if I spill something, I'm a dead man. Right. So I just grabbed some stuff to build. Like, what do That's I want to cool. be doing? You know, like, there's yeah. stuff that yeah. I've got here. So I built my last box of 10 Warriors of Chaos. Mm-hmm. So now I've got them. If I want to beef up the Warriors, because I like, I, I like just a big, a lot of foot troop. Basic foot troop stuff in yeah. this are in uh, Slaves of Darkness. Mm-hmm. They're good, you know. It's I, yeah. I, I just I like that. So I was doing that. Um, what else? I built um, the Cruel Boys War Cry mm. War Band. Oh right, that thing looks great. Yeah, those and are cool. Those models are cool. I don't know what the weird ape dudes are. <laughs> um, but They're I'm like, excited because I haven't heard of half of these units, like what they actually call them. Yeah, they're it's, like hunters. They're like hunting units. Uh, it's monster hunters. Like yeah. they're all wearing big shells. They look like giant, some sort of tortoisey shell. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's really cool, but it's a, they're really nice models. I'm just excited because we got a whole bunch of new uh, Iron Jaws models. Mm-hmm. Here's a whole Warcry War band. But like I said, the 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 unit type, the things that the, the things that they're calling them. I'm like, oh, is this just for this band? Or are we gonna have Something like this. I mean, like I said, these weird ape things. Like, is is it just in this war band, or is that going to be a unit? So I'm excited yeah. to see when the when the uh, orcs finally get a new book. And I'm I'm saying finally, and all the flesh eater course players are like, hey, settle down. But you know, there's going to be one coming, and with all these new units, I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of excited to see what they're doing with this. Hmm. So I got that done. Pardon me, I just took a sip of water. Um. And then I opened up the the Hunter and Hunted pack the that uh, with the two Warcry Warbands, and uh-huh. I, I built uh, the Maw Pit. It's in sections because it's got it's going to be hard to paint otherwise. Yeah, but that Maw Pit is a really nice. It's really, yeah, it's really nice. Cool. Um, those two halves did not want to go together for me. Not at all. Oh. Like they they did not quite line up, and they did not want to, no matter what I was doing. So. It wound up being putting a bunch of the glue on, putting it and like clamping it together until it finally dried. Yeah. So I could. Would you clamp it with? Oh, I just uh, I a clamp. Like literally, I just got stuff from the garage. Sure. You know, gnarlwood, gnarlwood howlers. Yeah, gnarlwood howlers. They yeah, like 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 howler monkeys. I suppose would be the thing. Yeah. Uh, but they're pretty rad. They're pretty crazy. Um, these five, these five, gorger models that I built. Mm-hmm. Wow, they're neat. They are so every single one of them is uh, is just a piece of art. Like seriously, yeah, I've seen them. I've not seen them in person yet. And they're on fifties, and they're big, and they're mm-hmm. cool, and they're so much more detailed. And yeah. I, I I didn't realize that there are no that the butchers, all the butchers, are still like fine cast. Oh yeah, they redid. They redid. Uh, you know the the main bosses, but not the wizards. And I'm like, okay, so you know those have got to be coming at some point. I would think they're probably going to redo most of the characters, not just the characters. I mean, I, don't, I mean, they did a couple of tyrants. We've got new tyrants. You know, right. we definitely need new butchers. 
Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, new Butchers. They did a new Hunter, right? Yeah, they did a new Hunter already. They did the Gorgers. But you know what we really need? And I, I feel personally like this would be great, although I don't know um, if it would be feasible. But mm. I don't even need a lot of new units, right? What I mm. would like is new bulls or whatever they call the bulls yeah. now. You know, new bulls, new um, iron blasters, new... Mm-hmm. Or, or those lead belchers. The lead belchers. The lead belchers. The new guy, lead belchers. New bulls. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, the iron guts. Iron Every, guts. Everything is so... Mo- like, those are getting to be on the old end of the list now. I mean, those are the original ogre models. Yeah. When, the, when this since... army book came out in 6th edition. which Gosh, when was that? Well, I started playing at the start of 7th edition. Yeah. And that was five years, and then 8th mm-hmm. edition came out, and that's when we started the show. So 13 years minus the five for 7th edition would be 18 years, and that came out in the middle of 6th edition. So those models are at least 20 years old. Wow. At least 20 years old. And they look it. I mean, I got no yeah. beef with them, um, but let's get some dynamic poses. Let's get some ogres looking ogery and not just because literally if you look at them they got the old warriors of chaos pose remember the old warriors of chaos models oh, yeah. yep. one foot kind of stepping forward like you're yeah, walking and then out either side yeah yeah and you just got your elbows against your against the bottom of your rib cage and your hands straight mm-hmm. forward and that's what they're doing i'd like i'm hoping and it's like well why you know you always want to get new things and it's like well people already have these why would we may have to make keep them on the same base size honestly New players who don't play ogres will gravitate to the new models. Or players who, I mean, older players who maybe don't play ogres will gravitate to the new models, especially if they got some good rules. Mm-hmm. You know, new hotness always wins, right? And th- here it is Ogre Kingdoms, January 2005. God bless America. Those <laughs> are 2005? Mm-hmm. So it's not 20 years old, it's 18 years. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was wrong, but still. 18 years. Yeah. Sixth edition Ogre Kingdoms, January 2005. Hmm. That's crazy. That's when they used to release like one army every. Or they would release, they would release a book every quarter. Yeah. You'd get three to four books a year. Every three to four months, a book. And usually, what you'd get is you'd get, uh, you'd get one fantasy book. Then three months later, you'd get a 40K book. Then yeah. three months later, you'd get a fantasy book. So you'd get like two books a year. That's crazy. Yeah, now I'm we so get two books in a month them. sometimes. It's bananas. Yeah, I'm so glad that they oh, yeah. that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um I mean those ogres, man. I, I mean, remember when the guy I remember when the guy in England like cracked the code with the Ogre Kingdoms book with like the uh with like Mornfang and just like crushed everyone. Everyone was like so poo poo on Ogre Kingdoms and this dude over there like cracked the code and Ogre Kingdoms like did rampage the well, when the, the Morphang came out that there. was a big yeah I mean that <laughs> was that was a big change yeah but honestly I have an ogre army yeah I do too I would totally if they came out with new bulls and new lead belchers and all that I'd buy yeah. them I'd buy them and replace the old ones instantly and I'd I'd sell the old ones to whomever wanted to keep the old ones just yeah. keep them on the same base size and you can use both it's not like yeah. they're Primaris ogres now, they're just the, thing, the like, same ogre. The Vanguard set is Ogre Maw Tribes is an iron bla- is a uh an iron blaster and a bunch of ogre gluttons. That's the Vanguard set. Yeah, get a new get some new gluttons. 
Yeah, but that tells me that they're not planning on doing it anytime soon. Oh, because they just came out with the Vanguard set. Well, I mean, don't they have them <laughs> yeah. for everybody, though? I mean, they, they do. They could always just replace, you know, sell through those, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It just right. seems like. Most of this range is online only. That's getting weird. There's so much stuff that's Isn't going it? to online only. It's like I'd like to buy at my local game store or right. at my local GW but I or at my local Warhammer store now that we've right. completely rebranded. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, happened. We didn't even talk about, about that. Website? What do you think about the new website? I don't mind it. Uh, mm-hmm. At first, I got on my phone, and when I would click the little bar, the, like the three bar for the menu, yeah, I would choose anything. I would choose it would take me to a five hundred four page. So I was oh, like, right, "Oh, right. this website sucks." Yeah, well, that, yeah, that was a problem when it initially came out. I saw, I noticed that. Too. But then I opened it up. But when I opened it up on my laptop, mm-hmm. it went to those places just fine. Okay, it just didn't on my phone, which I was like, yeah. "Okay, that's not right." Somebody's going right. to be getting yelled at about this. Um. It's I not like exact. It. It's it, I like it. It's not exactly intuitive. There's a lot of start here, start. I'm like, where do I click to just yeah. pick Age of Sigmar and find my army? Like that's the yeah. one thing that doesn't seem to be right up front. Yeah, um, which was a little I, frustrating. I think if I was like brand new to Warhammer and I went to this website, I I think I would click start here, and I'd be like, welcome to Warhammer. Okay, cool. And I would watch the video. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is sweet. And then I would keep scrolling. You know what I mean? I kind of like went through it like I was brand new. Oh yeah! If you like, look at it like you're brand like, new, they're dropping oh everything God. right I, there. Yeah, I like went through like the whole thing, and I was like totally engrossed by it by the end of like 45 minutes. <laughs> they can, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to look at, and if you yeah. go through all of it, you'll get hooked. I, oh yeah, I did. I went through the whole thing. I was like, this is awesome. I want to play now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you don't count. You were hooked years eh, ago. I know, but you know, I was just kind of like looking, trying to look at it like a like a fresh pair of oh, eyes sure. you know what i mean like absolutely yeah oh my god this is amazing you know because it is yeah. yeah i mean it took a little while a little going around it you know everybody yeah. hates when it's a new thing right because i remember I, I kind of like equate it to like when i tried to like get into like uh a different game you know i was looking at like you know malifaux or something like that. i was like oh, i'm gonna go on weird's website and check this game out and you know and it was like i'm so confused by this game i don't understand what's going on yeah. Oh, the but, the absolute worst website was War Machine and Hordes. Was it? I never looked at that. There, you could you could you could barely. Fi- I mean, there was not. I mean, this was the old, yeah, War Machine and Hordes. But like, even clicking just to click to buy models was a big pain. Like everything <laughs> was slow. Everything went mm-hmm. to weird pages. You had to go mm-hmm. through a bunch of stuff to find things. It was terrible. But yeah, yeah. I mean, when I first looked at, it, I'm like, this is weird. I don't love it right now, but mm-hmm. once I got used to it, I'm like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, the animations now are just like, oh my gosh, if this had existed when I was, can you imagine being like 11, 12, 13 years old, like looking at this stuff? Like, oh my God. Oh, I know. <laughs> I would just, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, like I said, I do like, yeah. uh, it, it, like I said, it took a little getting used to it going around, but now that, now I yeah. click back into it, I'm like, okay, now that I kind of yeah, know what exactly. I'm doing. Yeah, it's I was just. Ta- I was taking a walk through my neighborhood the other day, and and we're just walking around, and I hear this, these, you know, this, 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 psh, 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 like spray paints, you know, psh, 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 yeah, like, bing, bing. Psh, psh. I look over, and there's like some my neighbors, like like a street away, like down the block, and it's a dad and his kid, and they're out there priming all their new Warhammer models. Oh, nice! <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. 
that looks pretty cool. Look what you got there. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, we went to the Warhammer store and bought all this stuff. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, That's nice. Yeah. 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 So with it. pretty fun. Let's see. What else? I built all that. And like I said, I did some painting. Um, and I put together another uh, Star Wars Shatterpoint team. Nice. Which uh, one? Um, which one did I put together? Uh, it's the... Uh, it was the, the uh, why am I, um, the sisters and the brother, the uh, Inquisitors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Inquisitors was the only one I hadn't put together yet. So mm. that one was a little, I, I was nervous because they have all those big, the long, you know, the blades with the spinny parts. And I'm just like, ooh, this looks fragile. But everything else yeah. has been getting together just fine. So good. I got to hand it to them. Their models do go together pretty easy, and they look—they mm. look like the like the you know, like the characters in the game. So, yeah. what else can you hope for, really? Yeah. What did you think about um, the uh, Warhammer Old World stuff on the website? Oh, I didn't look at it. Oh, you haven't looked at it yet? Nope. On the Warhammer community page? No, oh. I haven't looked at it. it was, oh. Okay. Uh, Warhammer community page. Okay, okay, hold on. Warhammer community page. This makes for great radio. Hold on. <laughs> okay, Warhammer community and dude, it's Warhammer. Right. Okay, okay. Now, where do I find it? So it's just like right there. Get a move on. It's like oh, about, there we go. Get a move they, on. They're like going through all the different phases. Like they already did a little article about the command phase. Okay. And now there's this thing called the movement, you know, the movement phase, and telling you how like move your guys, and it's all like ranks and flanks and wheeling and close yeah. order, open order, the lance. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Combat order, marching. All right, cool. Yeah. Like I said, hey man, I am absolutely 100 percent willing to give it a chance. Everything yeah. that I have been told so far is they took the best parts. Yeah. Of like the last three or four editions of Warhammer. Yeah. And then put them together. Right? It'll be interesting to see what happens to all the folks who never really transitioned away from 8th edition. The guys who were were playing like 9th age or the people who are still playing 8th edition. There was a big 8th edition tournament I saw on my feet. I'm like, who's doing this? What is happening? Yeah, there's 8th edition. People still playing 8th edition. There's still people doing 9th age. And then there's people playing the Warhammer Project. So I wonder what's going to happen. I assume they'll try this. I mean, why wouldn't you? you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's hope so because everybody's going to be literally screaming. The same game. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was screaming for this, and now they're having, giving it to them. You best go buy it. I would I imagine that's going to be a thing. So, yeah, yeah, but you know what? I'm sorry. The people who are the screamiest of still making fun of this game and saying this game is terrible and it's not going to last and here comes the <laughs> old world. And once that does well, they're just going to drop Age of Sigmar. That type of... St- I just... Uh, oh, no. That's not going to happen. I know. But you know what? It's like that's that's everything I hear. And now I wonder, yeah. are these people even going to buy this stuff when it comes out? You're already hearing people right. complaining about the, the new models and what they don't like about them and I how mean, they're not the same. The, I'm I like, mean, oh, dear the, Lord. Here's the deal. I mean, Age of Sigmar and Warhammer Old World, they're gonna, they are completely different games yep like one is basically you know skirmish base which you know one is rank and flanks and it's going to be for you know it's going to take you know this is just a flash in the pan this this age of sigmar is never going to last oh my gosh dude that it's such a good game i know 
It's so much fun. That's the best part about it. It's it's just so different than old, you know, than Warhammer 8th edition. And I assume, you know, it'll be different than Warhammer Old World. They're completely different games. You cannot compare the two. Nope. Other than they're made by the same company, there's nothing to compare. It'd be like trying to compare, like, you know, like, uh, you know, Age of Sigmar and, like, Flames of War. Like, yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, they're both games you play with a friend on a tabletop. That's about the only thing that's the same. Yep. Like I said, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Uh, are we, you know, people are asking, are you going to cover it? Of course I'm going to cover it. Yeah. Of course yeah, I'm going to cover it. I'm going to get the rule book. At the very least, I'm going to get some rules. I'm going to check stuff out. I'm going to see what's going yeah. on. Uh, and if everyone's I love gonna, it, if I love it, gonna, yeah. I'll buy a bunch of books and models that I never build and then and and don't actually play because that's kind of how I do Warhammer. I mean, but, I I can I can immediately day one throw down my Bretonians. Yeah, and they're on their goblin green bases in all their glory. I'm supposed to be selling what's left of Barnett's Tomb Kings and Bretonians. Yeah, don't do it. Well, I mean, but I'm supposed <laughs> to do it. Like I, don't, you know, but I suppose I. I'll keep what's left instead so I have something to play with. But I, yeah, I, man. They're just taking up space. Well, then you'll be able to play those in the new game. We'll see. I said, I'm excited to do it. I, um, hey, it's Warhammer. Am I going to try it? Well, yeah. I'm still breathing. You know? Right. I mean, I try everything right. they put out. Right. I, I mean... I, I tried um what was the what was the boat game that we all made fun make fun of My, a lot? Oh, uh why am I blanking on it? Not Mighty Empires. It's no, not No, Mighty Empires was the Man campaign. Of War. No, not Man of War. That was good. What well, the thing that the last one that came out that everyone Battlefleet Gothic? Oh, oh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the Dread Dreadfleet. Dreadfleet. Some that of the games nice actually- that game is actually kind of fun. It is fun. It's just it, the replay value on it becomes it's, very low. There's not a lot of low. cards. It's very, yeah. The replay value is low. The, yeah. the ships are beautiful. Oh, my gosh, dude. I ended up... Yeah. The, they're, worth, they're worth just building and painting. Like it, they, yeah. Those things are a joy to look at and put together and paint. And Dreadfleet, Dreadfleet. I, it's fun. I sold mine. I, I, sold I, mine. I still got one sitting in here somewhere. Oh I got one. I had two because I gave one to Alex as a joke yeah. like for that's his birthday game that, because he was saying like, he wanted it. That's a game you like bust out like at Christmas. Yeah, like you guys you know, always bust out that the eight eight yeah, uh, thing. eight player gore chosen man. Yeah, game rocks. But so yeah, I didn't look at it. We can talk about. We can do like I said when that comes out. Of course, we're going to cover it. Yeah. Um, you know, do we want to do an episode just talking about the stuff that's on the Warhammer community page? No. No. I mean, you can no. read it off the Warhammer community page. You know, I'm not, I'm not, that's yeah. not, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just, and, I'm, that, and then there's yeah. that new Flesh Eater Quartz dude that came out. That guy looks great. <laughs> that guy looks great. And you know he what? I awesome. am so happy for this because honestly, Flesh Eater Quartz feels like a half an idea. Another one of these half ideas, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. they don't, they, well, we're splitting up death. Because Nagash runs all of it, so now we got to have four different. We got to have different armies, but this is where he runs. And this is just the ghoul stuff and the horror stuff. And they just kind of took all that stuff that looked like that, threw it together. The idea is okay. The idea is okay, uh-huh. but it, they never did. It's just like, it, well, this guy's a new unit. He's going to be new. Yeah, and I mean, it, and they've got they've added a new unit here or there. But I want to see like, yeah, they're they're finally getting their own flavor. Like these right. these <sighs> last couple of new units, they don't look. I mean, they're obviously from the same army. Mm-hmm. But they're just different. 
from yeah. some of these older models. They've got they they they're, they're way less... more dynamic. They're yeah, more dynamic. And, but you know, the other guys that. were the other the other models, like we've said before, from they were the last releases of Eighth Edition. And all of that stuff just kind of looked samey, samey. Yeah. Okay, and it, like this is all these ghoul, you know, the the not quite undead things, and they put them all in one army, and now it's like. Okay, I get the story. They're crazy. And that was, I mean, the story was a clever idea. Yeah. But it it, it was just felt so flat. And when you mm. when I played against it, it was always pretty flat because they didn't have any stuff. It was just like, these are the models we didn't know where to put anywhere else in any other death armies. And you've got yeah. like five choices. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Now you're starting to see this. I, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with Flesh Eater Quest. I, I think they're going to, I think we're going to see a new like zombie dragon. And Terror Geist. I bet you'll see one of those. We need to see new just about is, everything from these guys. Yeah. But you know, but the stuff we are seeing new, like I was saying, is it's got its own flavor. Yeah. Does it look like ghoul stuff? And the, you know that the, the yes, it does. But this is definitely that crazy. I mean, this guy's got the keys on him. The, the wearing the excess bones. I'm just. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it, and I'm excited to see. What this means for the entire line and the actual uh, army in general, I'm, I'd mm-hmm. like to see some expansion on here. Make it interesting, you know. Yeah, I just don't want to see another three kit tw- twenty character army. You know, I've yeah. got three kits here. This kit makes these three things. This kit makes these things. This, and then that's your whole army except for characters. That I'm just hoping we get something <laughs> that's not that. Yeah, that would be kind of a bummer. Yeah, and that's but it looks like because. If you're giving these new guys all their own look, it's just going to make the old ones, you know, look outdated. Right. Outdated. So kind of like, like kind of like the ogre kingdoms, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got to update twenty year old models, and yeah. you don't. It's like you can't just add new things. You got to make sure that we update the old things. And I, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking forward to these because I feel like we're it's update time for a couple yeah. of these armies. Well, they like bit the bullet on like the cities of Sigmar stuff, right? They're just like, eh. This stuff's going away. The old, you know, the old empire foot and troops. Like, I have, up. I have a ton of old empire too that yeah. I that I haven't sold. That it's going to be beautiful in in uh, the old in, world. In, in, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my alt dwarf, my alt dwarf guys are going to look awesome. Yes, and that's and like I said, I've got stuff. I'm definitely going to give it a try. So yeah, yeah. But uh, I think wow, do we have anything else? We've been going on this for a while. Um, I have not gotten in, in games because I've been. I've been working and doing other stuff, but I have, like I said, been building and hobbying. Um, and then when I'm not building and hobbying, I've been sort of just doing Halloween stuff and watching movies and things. It has, it was yeah, Halloween, well, so I watched. I, I found out that the correct way to talk about this franchise is FNAF. I was educated. I'm not calling it FNAF. It's Five Nights educated. at Freddy's. But I yeah. was educated by your son, by my, by my daughter, my 26 year old. Your daughter. He's like, oh. I watched this. We went, you know, we watched this movie, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. She's like, "Oh, FNAF." We watched it too. And I'm like, "What? What did you call it?" FNAF. Yep, FNAF. Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh huh. I liked it. I liked it too. I knew nothing about it at all. I knew so a I was, little. So I was like, "Oh, this is a cool movie." And my daughter's like, "Uh, I mean, it doesn't like go into this." And she like is like a fiend about it. So she knew all this stuff. I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I feel like." I feel Excuse like you me. have to. You're, they're trying to like separate like the movie from the video games, and then the subsequent 
million lore videos you can watch on YouTube. Oh, there's so much. Oh my god! And here's the, I'm watching it with my daughter, my youngest, right? Yeah. Is she a is she a FNAF fan oh, as well? Yes. Uh, yeah, she she's yeah. she she likes horror movies. Yeah. You know, she's into the horror movies like us. She goes to Flashback Weekend with us. You okay. know. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "Oh, Five Nights at Freddy's coming out." I want. One. So I sat down watch it with her. It's uh-huh. just fun. It's my youngest. You know, she, you know Harrison. I still do stuff with him, but he's got his own friends. Morgan's away at school. She's barely even coming home on the weekends now because she's trying to prep for grad school. So okay. it's like Kira's the, the she's the youngest, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, Dad, I want to watch a movie with you. I'm like, Sure, you know, because in a year or two, uh, that that opportunity's out the, out the window, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's such a weird thing, and I I hate I to know. sound like I hate to sound like a sad old man, but. Oh, I'm with, I'm there with you. Every dude. opportunity I have yes. to spend time with them, I freaking take it because yeah, my my son came up to me last night. He's like, "Hey, you want to go see a concert?" I'm like, "Yes." He's yeah, like, I didn't even tell you what it is. I'm like, "No, oh, I'm in." Oh yeah, yeah. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know, I know how you feel. So we watched it, and you know it's fun. Uh, boy, is it a great movie? It's a PG-13 horror movie. There's no exactly. such thing as a good PG-13 horror movie. Right. They're they're too edited. But th- was I entertained? Sure, it yeah. was fun. It had some actual like actors in it too. It did Josh Hutcherson? I thought was good. And uh, yeah, I'm like, is that Peta from the Hunger Games? Like, yeah. And then what's his name? Yeah. Um, oh God, why am I blanking on his name? Matt uh, Lillard. Ma- Matthew Lillard, yeah. who I met at Gen Con last year, and he's he wor- he's got like a game company. Oh yeah, yeah, and like they're in fact they've got a Kickstarter that just started where they're like it's like he's way. When they were at Gen Con, they were selling, if you had a Dungeons and Dragons, like certain of the big, you know, the big module things or the big campaigns that people had been playing, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, this is a box with like all, it was just like tokens and all the other stuff you would need yeah. to play out this campaign. Like mm. we don't have the book, but here's everything else you would need, like to have it to uh, all this stuff. So, you, you know, you've got all your little bits and chits and I C-H-I-T chits and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, and it was it was pretty cool, you know. It was very much for D and D type stuff. And he's got. Okay. And I just I know it's on Kickstarter because I got a message about it. Um, but he's into gaming, and he was in the movie. It yeah. was it wasn't bad. Yeah, I think I texted you, and I was like, "Hey, I think I feel like I, we just watched this movie." I was like, "It would have made a good doctor an episode of Doctor Who." <laughs> it does sound like it though, because in fact, right. I was wearing that shirt. The hey, who turned out the lights? Remember the weird spaceman yeah. oh, chasing yeah. them? I'm yeah. like, this is yeah. kind of yeah. It could yeah. totally be. <laughs> We're stuck here in this weird pizza joint at the end of right. the universe. Exactly. And there's these mannequins trying to kill us. So yeah. Like, okay. And now the doctor's got to get us out of here. Yeah. It mm-hmm. totally could be a Doctor Who episode. That's yeah. hysterical. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when it ended, though, it was still early and she wanted to watch another movie. And I said, you can oh. pick. We can watch a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, dude, I mean, you got you know me. Mm-hmm. I, I just, if, yeah, put it on. Yeah. So she said, well. I saw this, and the the, the, t- the TV recommended Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh God, <laughs> that's an actual movie. Yes, as soon as as soon as Winnie the Pooh hit public domain, yeah, like the actual character Winnie the Pooh. Like I think uh-huh. Disney might own the actual look, that image of that that particular yeah, yeah. drawing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, as soon as it hit public domain, someone made a movie where. Uh, now they're bigger and they've grown up and they live in Hundred Acre Woods and anyone who comes in here they kill. Nice. And um, first couple of minutes is just 
like bad, uh, you know, just like it's like a drawing and the camera kind of moves towards it. It's not actual moving pictures. It's Uh just drawings. And Uh it's a narrator basically giving you the whole premise of the film in the first couple of minutes with this backstory. Yeah. Um, And then the rest of the time, it's just a big like it's like a six and a half foot tall fat guy wearing coveralls and red flannel uh, with a Winnie the Pooh mask on a bad one. <laughs> um, so like shot with like Samsung Galaxy kind of movie. It was, like, yeah, dude, it here? was totally shaky cam home video, qual- low quality. Um, and <laughs> here's the thing: I like those kind no. of movies. <laughs> okay, I watch seventies and eighties horror films. Sure, I watch bad sixties low budget exploitation horror films. Yeah, which are like, I mean, I I don't I no longer own a copy because someone stole it. But I had things like The Undertaker and his pals and Gourmet Zombie Chef from Hell. Like, I watched that garbage. And I enjoy that garbage for what it is. This movie was unwatchable. (laughs) Did you turn it off? Uh, I wanted to, but I'm watching with my daughter. And like 10 minutes in, I'm like, you know what? If you're hating this, we can turn it up in something else. I'm just letting you know Uh because this this looks like a pretty crummy horror film. She's like, let's give it a chance. Oh, man. We get about 20 minutes. Like, well, actually, we're about 15, almost 20 minutes into it. But I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is just going to be get dumber and dumber. What's the body count at 20 minutes? Uh, well, there's only um, two at this point, to my knowledge. Okay. Um, but then you get meet all the characters who are going to go rent a house right next to the 100 Acre Woods. Oh, sure. You know? Of course. Yeah. And so uh, this is the point. Like, he gets, he finds the one girl who's uh, off on her own. And gets in this place, and then he turns on the wood chipper, and he's going to throw her in. She tries to run away. He's ripping, uh-huh. holding her. The shirt rips off. Uh, oh, man. And then he grabs her and smashes the face against the metal till it cracks. Then he puts the body in the wood chipper. And I'm sitting here with my 18-year-old daughter, and there's the, the now the girl's half naked. And there's nothing yeah. like there's nothing sexual about it, but it was just uh-huh. like, oh, you know, we got to have a shirt off. It's an R-rated, low-budget <laughs> horror movie. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and then it th- she's like, you know what? I'm not enjoying this that much either. I said, but I, I'm like, she, but she's like, I just want to know if they stop Winnie the Pooh. Like, I just want to know, like, do they <laughs> stop him or it, what? So we start online and read. No, it. we start speed searching because oh, it's okay. on like it's on. I don't know one of the one of the you know apps that we've got. Yeah. So I'm just wa- and so we're watching on the bottom as the little screen's moving forward fast. I'm like, uh-huh. all right, there's another. Okay, pause. Yeah. Okay, that person's dead. Flip, 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 flip. <laughs> then we got to the last ten minutes. We watched how it ended. Okay. We watched a ninety-minute movie in just under forty minutes. Wow. It was terrible. You wasted. I cannot your life. recommend it. Uh, and as a guy who watches everything and finds how many jars of honey do you give it out of five? Zero. <laughs> Negative one. So you better give me a jar for watching this piece of crap. <laughs> it was terrible. Wow. I've. I mean, seriously. And anyone who knows me, like I was even. I was telling Rotor about. It. Rotor makes fun of me because I'm the guy who likes everything. Like I mm-hmm. find something to like in it. Like if I'm going to take time yeah. to watch it, they made it. This is what they were trying. Maybe it didn't work, but hey, you know they were trying. Yeah. This was just nonsense from start. To finish when when my daughter who just watches this stuff and just absorbs it like I do is like this doesn't make sense why are they doing this wait what that's that <laughs> wait that I don't even understand I'm like yeah because this movie's terrible yeah sounds like a sad state of affairs it was god awful so that's it that's for my extra watchings right now.
Gotcha. Um, so should we wrap this up? We've been doing a toolbox for yeah. a while. Let's wrap up toolbox. We're going to take yeah. a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about hobby burnout. Um, and then after break three, we're going to talk gaming etiquette and the importance of knowing what's in your book. Okay. <sighs> There's always something happening at Crognards. That's right, friends. Crognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. The premier stop for your gaming needs in Northeast Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, if you're in Southeast Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, Grognards is the place for you. They've got board games. They've got card games. They've got all the models you could ever want for any of your miniature war games. They have so many lines of paints, I can't even keep track of it. They've expanded the store. They have a whole huge gaming area now. There is gaming every night. There is always something going on. I just can't tell you enough about Grognards. Why? Because they're awesome. Because they're fantastic. And because they are the best friendly local gaming store that I know of. So, do yourself a favor. Come on down to Grognards in Roselle, Illinois. If you can't get down to Grognards, give them a call. They do mail order. They do shipping. You can get your stuff from them whether you live five minutes away or five hours away because Grognards delivers. They deliver the goods. They deliver the fun. They deliver everything. And that's because there is always something happening at Grognards. And we're back. Hello. Chris. What's up? All right. So hobby burnout. Yeah. It happens real. to literally all of us. Yeah. You cannot keep going in this hobby nonstop and not at some point feel like, you know what? I could be yeah. teaching my children to read instead <laughs> of doing this. Or I could I, be. I've, I've taken, yeah, I mean, I've taken extended breaks from Warhammer before. But I, I have not taken any sort of a real break. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like the last 13 years we've been doing this. Yeah, uh, thirteen I mean, a and a lot half of, years. I can't. Yeah, I sure. can't. Not, I can't do this and not be involved. So right. I don't I take mean, breaks. I got hit by the World of Warcraft, you know, bug. Oh yeah, and that'll I, do like it. a lot of people did, and you know that replaced, you know, Warhammer for me for a while. Uh, could you just picture if that was actually World of Warhammer like they wanted it to be? Mm-hmm. Can you think how awesome that could have been? That would have been sweet. Because they did put out, and I have the one, and Cranky even bought me the really fancy box set for it. Yeah, there was a there was a. Uh, I played a game. it. I played the there heck out game. of it. I liked it. Yeah, you know, but I'm I don't do a lot of that type of gaming. So even though I liked it, I didn't get that wasn't crazy into it. But uh, M O R P G. Yep, yep. Man, yeah. But, oh, yeah. but anyway, yeah. I mean, that was kind of a Dude, totally there. yeah. But like this whole show isn't. Mm. Um. So hobby burnout, yeah, basically, let's just define it real quick. It's when you're a Warhammer hobbyist. You could be any kind of hobbyist. And you enjoy painting, playing, building, collecting, reading, what have you. And you just get stuck, like, for whatever reason. You just can't even, you're enjoying your painting, you're getting into it, you've painted, like, you know, a couple of units, you're cool, you're into it, and then it just, like, I don't know what happens. It's like you just get like I can't possibly pick up this paintbrush. There are as many reasons for hobby burnout yeah. as there are reasons mm-hmm. to join the hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, you could you could go. Um, I'll tell you, 
here's one that I had, and this is this is totally a me issue, but that year at Adepticon that I went one and four. Yeah. And uh, you know, first game I was playing, it was a good game. I lost, but it was uh, tried. You know, did my best. Yeah. Took the L. I'm like, okay, next round. I wind up playing the ringer. It winds up being Grant. Yeah. And um, Grant doesn't play to lose. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I, you know, I moved up. Didn't get my charges. Mm-hmm. Had my stuff all sort of lined up to protect the thing. It was I was playing a, the, a vampire counts. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He charged in with his ogres. Got the super roll on the charge. We got all the bonus damage. Yeah, chomped through him, overran into the second unit. Then that one <laughs> chomped through that. Then it's next ran, hit my general. That game was over in twenty-seven minutes. That's crazy. I we played a game of Warhammer to to its actual completion yeah. in twenty-seven minutes because top of turn one, he hit the one, killed, overran into the next one. We got yeah. that, and then you couldn't move after that. But then suddenly right. the next turn, I couldn't get away. Boom, he was into it. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my, this is bananas, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was 27 minutes. So then the third game I played, I lost that one, you know. And it was just yeah. like I was getting crushed mm. left and right, and it left such a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, this is what and is it, this like? It's not end times. This is maybe no. This was this was this is the second is year of eighth edition. Okay, Warhammer. so we're in, the, we're in the sweet spot of eighth edition. Yeah, the second yeah. year of it. Um, and I mean, I, I I'm not that bad of a player. Uh-huh. It's I just, just how that game that, goes sometimes. Yeah, every game that day was a kick in the teeth until like the last one against a guy who this was his first tournament. Yeah. And he was getting some of the stuff wrong and he was being really nice and I was trying to be friendly with him and I was being nice about it and um like I said he was he hadn't he hadn't been winning either. We were both there at the at the end. <laughs> oh, and, oh, and four each. Yeah, and it was just like oh. you know, I'm playing and I I I I, yeah, we, we we were both obviously having a bad day, and as soon as I was taking the lead, and this kid, like I said, here I am. I'm like, I'm in my 30s. This kid was like 17. Oh right? man! So yeah. I'm playing, and he's just his army, like his list, is everything about it is just not put together <laughs> well, right? Yeah. And I'm playing with my with with my. I'm like, okay. So I started winning, and I was like, Shh, no, I just took yeah. my foot off the pedal. Yeah. And I and it kept it really close, and I tried. In the end, I tried to hand it to him. Because yeah. I was just because he was young and I felt bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, like and I still hero. want it. You're like a hero. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> I, I just yeah, at this point I I was having the worst time, but here yeah. I was trying to I, like this kid was obviously having a bad time too, and he was new to the hobby, so I'm like I just yeah. wanted him to enjoy it. That's so and then good. He, he 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 did some weird thing at the end of the game, charged him where he shouldn't have, and I was like, oh no, don't do that. And then I rolled the <laughs> dice, and I'm like, oh, I just won. Yeah. And so, like I said, I was one in four, and the only one I won, I was trying to lose. <laughs> and I didn't play another game for four months, five Oof. months. Yeah. I refused. In mm-hmm. fact, the next year, before Adepticon, Alex had one of his little primers so he could test out the some of the, you know, some of the possible scenarios. Yeah, yeah. And I went in there, and I started to, I, I think, now looking back on it, I think I was starting to have a panic attack before my first game. Oh, like I yeah. was just sitting there, and all of a sudden it was there, like dude. I've been there. I was sitting there, and the game was starting. And all of a sudden, my yeah. I, my heart started racing. I was sweating yep. like crazy for no yep. reason. I got That's lightheaded. That's a panic. I was attack. having a panic attack over Warhammer. Uh huh. I've been there, dude. I, and I'm just like me, I can't play this game anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna go, and and I didn't. 
I painted models. Mm-hmm. I read yeah. all the lore. Yeah. I watched other when we'd get together, like we'd have big gaming days. Yeah. If if everyone wanted to, like, if you you know, we'd come and and if there was an odd number, I'm like, dude, I'll watch. I'll sit out one. Yeah. Like I was just, I couldn't. I just, it, I had to. Oof, it was awful. I was, yeah. I had to take. I could not play. Yeah. And it took Chris you being like, come on, help me out. I need to get some practice games in. And then we were kind of talking through, and I just, it, it, I had to work through that. But it took a while to work through that. Yeah. And that's one of the more extreme cases. I've, I mean, I get other types of burnout, but I'm going to let you take one now because I sounds just, like a, that sounds on. like a gaming burnout you were on. Uh, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, I was yeah. still doing the reading and the playing, and I would play other games. Mm-hmm. I just could not play many, I was not playing any of the any versions of games workshop anything like i could wow. not yeah. come to the table it mm-hmm. was just i i was having panic attacks yeah uh, it's just it's that crazy she also yeah. shows me i was probably far too invested in winning this game yes yeah that's what happened that's what, that's what kind of what happens to me if i get too into it i'm you know i, I kind of know myself now kind of like you know what it just you, you get just very passionate about your games i, I do you do um, but I mean, I try not to like get so into it where it, like I get like you know upset and depressed if I don't win. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just a yeah. game. I'm I'm older now and I can like look at it with better perspective. And it's just like you know, it's just for funsies. You know. You want to know the truth? And this yeah. is kind of embarrassing to say. Never mm-hmm. bothered me to lose when I was mm-hmm. playing. Yeah, and doing stuff here with Barnett and Harrison, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. play. And then we were doing the podcast, and it didn't bother me to lose. You know, mm-hmm. and then, but then it's suddenly I, I'm coming on and every time I report, I'm reporting, I'm losing. And it's uh, like, it started to make me feel self-conscious. Like yeah. I'm doing a show about a yep. game that I suck at. <laughs> and it, I was like, I yeah. need to win. Like I need a win. I need to, I, 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 I and it became a thing where I, I just was getting embarrassed to come on here and talk about this game all the time yeah. and just like I said, I'd be terrible at it. And right. now, now I don't care. <laughs> yeah. See, the, the, my thing was just like, I just need, I never wanted to give somebody like, like a game that wasn't like competitive or like if I was playing a game, that's when I would get kind of just a little bummed because if I was playing the game and I was just like, wasn't in it like at all at any point during the game. And it was like, that's not fun for me because it's probably not fun for the person I'm playing either. Yeah. You know? Which is kind of how I started off with like Age of Sigmar because I got. Well, into and we'll Age get of into that when we that we'll get into that when we talk about the etiquette thing too. Yeah. Because there's yeah. you know giving your opponent a good game and being a good opponent is, yes. that's a whole other thing. Exactly. Um, yep. So but, like so burnout for me is like is more usually focused on painting where I'm just like you know I kind of described a scenario earlier where I was like I bought ten Vanguard hunters. And you, you know, painted two the five. five. I painted the first five. I'm like, okay. And I got like, you know, I got literally like two colors into the second unit. I'm just like, I cannot possibly paint another brushstroke on this gold armor. It's like, it's killing. I just can't do it. Oh, that, yeah. Um, I eventually sold my Stormcast army because every time they came out and opened a new chamber, I had to buy a whole nother army. <laughs> and I'm like, I cannot paint another gold boy. I can't. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I yeah, I, I get I, that. I, that's like, a hobby such, burnout. Yeah. And how do you, know, you have, how do you deal with that though? So for me, I usually will cuz I still kind of wanted to paint, so I just switched gears. I said, well, I switched born into hobby. So I switched gears. I I'm just going to build something. 
So I'm just kind of like looking through all my stuff and I was like, oh, like Carrick Acolytes, like a lot of people use them. Like they're pretty popular. I don't have any painted. I have this they're big Z They're kind of cool looking too. Yeah, I mean, they're awesome. Yeah. And I never put one together. I've never, so I, I had, well, I put together, I had put together Eyes of the Nine. So I had like a oh, okay. paint scheme for them. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put these guys together. I'm like, oh, these guys are cool. Like the models went together really nice. And then it's just like, well, I'm just going to prime one and I'll paint them and see. And like, ah, I really like these. So I it came out and I was just like, I'm just going to finish them off. And I painted all the rest of them. I'm like, this is sweet. You know, it kind of took my time and kind of painted in like my style, you know. And I was like, this is kind of fun. And then I kind of got back into it and like, oh, I've got to finish. I got to crank out the rest of these Vanguard hunters and. Yeah, just kind of like jump back into it. I was like, you know, that's the first. So for me, I usually switch it up. You know, I switch up from painting, go to building, you know. And then as I've, and another thing, like, as I've gotten, you know, a little older, you know, I'm just like, you know what? Like, you're sitting there and you're like, you're thinking to yourself, like, I need to paint this unit or something weird like that. And like, so then the thought that comes to my head is like, you know what? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You know what? I'm too old for that half to nonsense. Exactly. I don't have to do a darn thing. I exactly. can sit here and do nothing. Yeah. I have spent some of my most fun Sunday afternoons as an old yep. man just sitting. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. you know what? What are you doing? Yeah, that's, I'm, that's, si- that's, I'm sitting in the backyard. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm just sitting. I'm yeah, just, no such, yeah. the, the no air such, is nice. The mm-hmm. the birds are out here chirping and sitting the bird feeders. It's a right. nice day. I'm literally watching clouds go by. I got yeah. nothing. Yeah, you don't have to feel guilty about Warhammer. Like, oh, I've got this pile of shame. I hate that statement. Oh, you know the what? Pile it, of shame. Well, get out of here with that nonsense. Nah, you know what? I, I get that though, because it's like yeah. I buy way more than I can ever finish, and it's like I'm wasting <laughs> money at that point. You know, you really are. You're throwing good money after bad, or bad money after good, whatever the phrase is. Um, I you got know what? so I mean, much stuff. Part, I don't know. For me, and it's like I'll of, never get through all of it. Part of part of Warhammer hobby is, I mean, there's there's a collecting aspect. Of to course, it. but I don't need to collect everything. I don't need to be yeah. a completist, and I used yeah. to be. Yes, I did. used to want to be a completist. I remember that. Now I just can't handle that. Like, right. that's so too I, much. I, My OCD I can't handle that. that I like. You know, like, ooh, I like that model. I don't play that army. Like, I don't care. I'm going to get it. You know? Like, I collect one comic book. <laughs> oh, dude. I collect, I collect Amazing Spider-Man. Yep. That's it. Are you and gonna Are I'm, you gonna get Ultimate Spider Man? Ultimate Spider Man's coming out soon. I know. I probably not. Honestly, uh, if I want to, if I want to read it, Harrison I'll is re- super excited for Ultimate Spider Man. I'll read. I'll read it on my Marvel app on my iPad. I'm not oh, gonna collect. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? So I've yeah, actually yeah. I collect physical copies of comic books. I collect one comic book now. I see. Got you. Okay. And I have a, and I have a list of all the ones that I'm missing. <laughs> so I go to a different city. I'll go to their comic book store and look for those, and I'll look for these ones that I'm missing. You know what nice. I mean? Like, God, and for some, it's just how it goes when you're a comic book collector. Like, I'm like looking back through my ones, like, oh, I have this, this, and da, da, da. first appearance of I have, you know, first appearance of Hobgoblin, right? It's like really cool Spider-Man comic book. I have the one right before it, and the one immediately after, 
It's just how it goes yep, when you're a comic book collector. Like, why don't I have this? What was wrong with 13-year-old me that I didn't buy this comic book? What's wrong with me? Uh, what are you going to do? Exactly. So Anyway, hobby burnout. Let's go hobby back. Burn, Let's get back. Let's reel this back in. Yeah. Um, I, okay. I get yeah, Switch hob- it up. Switch it up. I That's get hobby advice. burnout anytime I get close to finishing an army. I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I was talking with Rotor about it. I'm like, I've got... I think 12 or 13 models left to paint and I will have everything that I own for Slaves to Darkness done. That's awesome. And I'm finding every excuse in the book not to not to finish them. <laughs> I really am. And yeah. and and the and the minute I hit these ogroids and then you know the thing that I tried didn't turn out really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I haven't painted them since. I was going to paint them this weekend and then like I said that I had I I was not painting I was not going to paint up in my bedroom. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try, and I'm not going to paint them this weekend because I'm going to meet up with Rotor and Fenske at Herner's tournament, like one of, on those one of those evenings, because mm-hmm. they're going to be nearby. And, yeah, they're playing and not right? two states away. Yeah, they're playing. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. meet them after their games and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I just I get I, this happens with every army I built. I've never, oh. I I have never had an army that I was playing that I was building that I was painting. That I could say everything I have is built and painted for this army. I have in in twenty years. Yeah. I have not. I can't. I could not say that. I've done that a couple of times, and it does feel pretty good. Yeah, I, but and but I do. I, I guess, and then it's like, well, I can't start something new. I kind of need to finish this, or I need mm-hmm. to do this, and this is where suddenly I I am on the burnout on the painting, and yeah. I was on a big high, and I need to get it moving again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have ideas. But it's like you said, sometimes you just got to change things up. I yeah, got to change it up. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what helps to come a combat hobby burnout is have a dedicated hobby place. I'm lucky enough where I have like an office. Yep. You know, and it's got everything that I. I have my desk and everything is yeah. here, you know, yeah. In, yeah. down here in the basement. Yeah. Um, I'm literally surrounded by like my computer. My Warhammer paint station, like all like the shelves that are full of Warhammer books and models, and yeah, like there's boxes of comic books everywhere, and a closet full to the brim of army cases filled with Warhammer armies that I've painted over the decades. Yeah, I <laughs> you mean, know? you have a huge collection there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, when I I just. When I get to that point where I'm having trouble painting, that's one of the hardest ones for me to break. And I'll go build a few things and I'll do yeah. something else. And it's just like, you know, it's I got to find some other part of the hobby to excite me about yeah. this part of the hobby again. Right, right. And sometimes it's just getting a book. Sometimes it's it's going and mm-hmm. looking at the army book again. Or, mm-hmm. or I'll sometimes yeah pick up a black library, or, you know, a Warhammer book, and I'll just like. When I've read like a hundred times, I'll just like read a chapter, you know, it's like, oh my God, it's so cool. <laughs> like a go truck book is good for that. Sure. You know, you know, um, go back and look at the army book. I'll go back mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll, I'll go find the different painting videos that I like to watch. Yeah. And I'll go find ones that were painting that army. Yeah. And I'll oh, watch, yeah. I'll watch people painting the army. I'll find mm-hmm. battle reports. For yeah. my army, I need to get something hype again so that I want to get yeah. this job done. And I'll go just yep. look other places. And honestly, that's still hobby time to me. Oh, sure, of course. 
You know, what did you do? I was watching painting videos. Well, I mean, if I'm watching painting videos because I want to do better painting, I'm, I mean, you know, you can mm-hmm. argue the quality of the hobby time, but this is still a hobby involved. This, you know, this is time that I feel I'm in, involved in working on my hobby. Yeah, you're doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And right. it's, 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 you got to find the excitement again. And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, especially for, for painting. Like, I've, okay, I've never gotten tired of building. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've Sometimes, never burned out on building stuff. Yeah. Like, like putting together some models, though, it's like you don't want to do that again. Like, oh, yeah. Some are rough, but there's something else to build. There's always <laughs> right? something I'll be, Thanks, I'm happy to build. Heck, I would yeah. do that. Like if I had, I you know, if I had friends who were like, "Oh, I bought models. I hate to build them." Like I'll build them. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you know, there's people. People pay people to paint their models. If people would pay me to build their models, I would totally <laughs> just do that. I'll be like, "All right, fine." You know what? Does that include cleaning them, mold lines and stuff. Uh, you clean what? mold lines. Uh, if you want me to, that'd be a little extra. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 But so, you so know, here's here. How do you do it? How do you how do you build a model here? So I cut. I look at the instructions. Yeah, I like step. You know, by the steps it tells you which three mo- three things to clip off. So I'll clip off them off, uh-huh. and then I'll take my knife and I'll clean the part. Yeah, and clean the parts before I put them together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's basically what it does. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you if you if you want that, I suppose I I would think that would be pretty standard. But I mean, unless it's not. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to start a business here. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, I yeah. love building models, and mm-hmm. I would do that. Like you know, if somebody would be like here. You know, yeah. I bought all these kits. Put them all together for me, and I'll give you X or something. Like, okay, because yeah. I, what's 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 cool about building models is that you can do it while you're doing something else. Oh yeah, you can be watching sports or watching a movie. Yep, or I'm just clipping watching, these things and gluing them together. TV, watching a you know some kind of TV show or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Like I that that part I love. Um, yeah. Th- th- and my go-to is I have my phone like propped up on my paint station just like propped up there where like the paints go it's like one of right. those two-tier ones it's right kind of just sitting right there you know and i can like with my glasses on because i have to wear glasses now so i can see what i'm <laughs> doing i can like look through the glass part to look at the model and i can look over the top of the glasses and i can see my phone and the show that's playing kind of terrible but yeah i mean we've got i mean mm-hmm. it's just um it's 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 going to happen. Yeah. So I always try to have some, like now there's, there's ways to combat it. Like I know mm-hmm. when it's coming. Yeah. You know, I'm feeling it here. So I am going to, I'm going to do some building. I, I've got, yeah. a, I've got a plan for back. Maybe I'm just going to get a black library book and read a black library book, you yeah. know, but it's, it's find that bit of excitement. Yeah. That was kind of like the, yeah, it's, I it was like, Kind of what I did with, because I just got done painting a unit. And I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Like, I just feel like doing something. I want to do something useful. I'm like, I know what I'll do. I'm going to rebase 30 skeletons. <laughs> there you go. You know, like it's got to get done. Like, you know, it's like, it's like it's like working on a punch list at work. You know, like this huge punch list. It's like, it doesn't really matter what order we do this stuff in. All of it's got to get done. So might right. as well just do this right now because it's completely brainless. Exactly. You know, cutting the corners off of square bases, splatting glue on the bottom of it and sticking it to a circle base. Next. 
Right. You know, what yeah. other like there's all sorts of little hobby things like that you could be doing. And I was yeah. even thinking about that. I got to yep. rebase this stuff. Okay. I've yep. got, you know, this other army or this other thing I play um, kind of get ready for those things. I'm just trying to think of um, I was going to say something. Then you totally distracted me with that whole <laughs> part. Um, uh, I can't even remember now. It couldn't have been that important. But uh, mm. yeah, that. it's it's always it's always to try to get that excitement back up. Yeah. And it's it's and if you're not finding it, you know, people say, oh, you know, it's, you know, if you're getting bored painting ten of those guys, paint a hero. Mm-hmm. That's fine too. But if you really don't want to paint, okay, so I'm building a hero. You know what? Maybe I'm just going to get this one model. Yeah, I'm going to go and get something that's different. The big thing to me is just like. Don't feel guilty about it either. Yeah, and if, if you're taking a break, take your break. Just like yeah. I said, but yeah. you, you want to keep connected, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just do whatever you want. That's my advice as well. I'll just tell do you, whatever you want. Like, sometimes there's different hobby nights, right? And if I'm mm-hmm. feeling a burnout and it's like a hobby night, like I might say, you know what? I'm not going to bring an army with me because I just don't have it in me, but I'm going to go to Grognarts on yeah. Warhammer night and I'm going to go mm-hmm. see who's playing and sit and say, hey, you mind if I hang out and chat? And, you know, you got yeah. guys, and there's guys you know there. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I don't have to play again. I don't have an army. I just want to hang out. And you can just, you know, other people are playing. Yeah. In in the atmosphere is good. Yeah. Immerse yourself in it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. That's one of the other things I've been, oh, this is what I was going to say. You know what I've been doing lately? Because I was cleaning out all my Warhammer stuff, and I found a Mm -hmm. bunch of stuff that's just been, like, packed away forever. Mm -hmm. And um, I was talking about it. The Mersha miniatures. I've got the Manticore and the uh, Chimera from them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I want to just make sure it's the right size base for the GW ones. I'm going to use these because they're really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, they are. Um, cool. I did do a little painting on the weekend. I forgot about that. That's what I was going to say. Um, when I kind of want to paint or at least get some hobby chops, and when you said you're going to do mindless activities, mm-hmm. all these things are primed black. I was sitting here just slap chopping. Oh, uh-huh. that's great. I'm just, I'll just take gray and a brush, yeah. and I'm just doing that. Uh-huh. But you know what? It's getting paint on it. And now it's like, yep. oh, look, the detail's popping. Then I went mm-hmm. back with the white. Then I'm sitting there looking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, maybe I will paint this model. Like, yeah, I find that especially because I've been watching a lot of the artist Opus videos and all of this uh-huh. ways to just dry brush on stuff. You know, yeah. here's your yeah. base and just dry. And dry brushing is so for me, it's so great because yeah. it's I, it's I, plus I'm old. Like you said, I got to wear glasses. I got stupid yeah. magnifiers for my stuff. <laughs> when you got to yep. get on the super details. Yep. That's hard for me. All the lining and getting in there, that's hard for me now because I'm old. But oh, they're like, oh, look, you can dry brush and get this and then just kind of do a little edge. And I'm like, suddenly, boom. Yeah. That's what happened. I was using some of those techniques just to try out crap with the with the with the slaves of mm-hmm. darkness. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it worked, I'm like, oh, it's working. I'm gonna keep running with this. And now I yeah. have an army painted. Yep. I painted my first blood knight slap chop. Yeah. My, I, I, I was like, can you do this? Would this work? And I was like, I'm not going to try it. Yeah. And it came out great. You know what I mean? It looks good. I try different things. Like, I have these Tyranids for 40K. Yeah. And they're not painted. And I primed them with that Averland Sunset, that yellow, because I thought I was going to uh-huh. do yellow and, and black. Uh-huh. And I'm not finding a thing that I like that I think I can do well. That's, I'm, yeah. that's like between how, you know, what do I want it to look like? How much time am I willing to spend? Yeah. My time willing con- to spend would, thing is kind of low, so that's I automatically would just contrast paint those and be be done with it. I and I've, like I said, I was watching these videos with the contrast, and I like it so much. But the carapaces, getting the nice little markings on the carapaces, <laughs> uh, that look. I mean, that's, I, I'm thinking, do I need that? I kind of yeah. like that, but do I need that? And here's my biggest thing. Uh-huh. I was thinking, 
I was going to do black and yellow, and I was thinking the black shells with yellow bodies. Yeah. And someone was like, eh, I don't know if that would look good. It would look sickly. But I'm like, well, black bodies with yellow shells, I think, would look weird, too. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of stuck on just the color. I think I'm just going to grab a couple and try a few things. I mean, just go classic. I mean, just do the things that look good together, like <laughs> yellow-green. Boom. Done. The, Don't think about it yeah, too hard. Because well, here's the thing: I, I always do it like the box, yeah, or like the cover of the book. Because mm-hmm. honestly, that looks really good. Like it does. <laughs> like my first look, and it's Leviathan, the purple yeah. and white. I could totally oh, yeah. do that purple and white. Sure. I would love that. I I would look great. I would totally do that. And I'm like, I always do that. And it's like I'm. That's my whole thing with my hobby now is I'm trying not to do the thing I always do. Okay. Try something different. Yeah. So now I don't know what to do with them, but mm. I'm going to do something. And I'm just, and that's, it, the, the hobby's kind of expensive. And I feel like it's, I don't want to sound callous as saying, just, just go out and spend a bunch of money on some crap you don't actually want to play <laughs> just to, just to get some variety and try stuff. Yeah. Because, but that's the thing, you know, like Games Workshop was nice enough to send me a, a bunch of that new Cities of Sigmar stuff. And you yeah. know what? I'm going to paint some Cities of Sigmar stuff. In fact, mm-hmm. There it is. That's the contest. I have no idea what the prize is going to be. I hope oh. there's going to be a prize. That's the contest. Um, write in and tell me um, um, which which one. There's the, what the ten different color schemes from the ten different cities or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which one should I paint this army? Oh. I'll have more details next episode, but that's going to be it because I okay. I was thinking about I was like. I wanted to build it, and I'm like, I don't know which one to paint it. I'm looking at the book. I'm like, some of these look. I like the looks of some of these. I don't care about the rules. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I paint them up, and then I say, well, they're going to be a certain, you know, whatever. I'm going to play whatever city I want to play. But I do. I want to get a color scheme. Um, yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. We'll do something like that. We'll have. We'll let the listeners uh, write in okay. and give the best reasons, and then we'll pick and. Um, we'll pick some of the best reasons for prizes, and then what we'll do is if I get a ton of entries, um, mm-hmm. maybe we'll just go with the city that gets the most votes in the entries, yeah. you know? Okay. But yeah, then we'll sure. pick out special, like like well well thought out, you know, good or entertaining ones for prizes, and that'll be the Christmas prize, uh, the Christmas contest. Yeah, we'll flesh it. We'll flesh out the idea a little more. <laughs> oh, wow. Look, that just came to me off the top of my head. But, yeah. um, but that's it. I have, I'm lucky enough that they send me this stuff and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to try something new. And if it doesn't look great, you know what? I, I, I didn't, you know. <laughs> you didn't buy it. Right. Well, and it, but it's like, I don't know. It's just less aggravating, you know And I'm yeah, saying? It's so to you. tell people, but, but even before they sent that stuff to me, that's what I was doing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like you said, I was a completist because everything that came out, I wanted to try it. I wanted yeah. to paint it. I wanted to paint. Let me try it. Now I'm just trying to try a different. Every time you give me a new thing, I'm going to try. I want to try a different technique with it. I want to see what else mm-hmm. I can do. Can I try Interesting. this? Um, that Cities of Sigmar is going to be decals. Okay. Because they got all those decals for all of those, like all the boards. Yeah. Um, I have done decals before with the Ultramarines. It was okay, yeah. but putting it on this place where it's heavily painted like this with all the different textures, mm-hmm. yeah. like I'm excited. I'm going to try some techniques, see what it's going to do. But uh, that's that's my way. It's just try something new. It yeah. may not work. It may be something weird, but it's like anytime I'm trying something different, I'm using new different neural pathways. I'm try- it's, It feels mm-hmm. fresh. That's my that's that's what I try to do. Off on that huge tangent about those other things, but cool. Yeah, and now we got a contest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Um, is there anything else you want to say about burnout? I mean, it's it really is just finding yeah, I mean, if other here, things so that you like. If you're burned out, go on Garage Hammer Discord and tell somebody about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the community's growing. And yeah. not just the Discord community, the Garage Hammer community. You guys are listeners. And, you know, we have listeners and people in you know multiple areas in fact uh that was one of the guys at the discord's trying to find himself a war gaming group and so like hey you know get on there because there's people looking for gaming groups and gaming things like that Mm -hmm. as well on the page uh yeah if you're feeling like you're burnt out that's another way reach out in the community just Mm -hmm. go on the i was gonna say go on the forums but they don't have them anymore but you (laughs) could go on the uh, on the discord or whatever whatever other social media you use uh, try to find one that's not a cesspool, and if you're successful, right? Then, um, I mean, there there's some really cool stuff, man. I mm-hmm. love that people are starting to post pictures of their stuff on the Facebook page and on the Discord more now. Yeah, I agree. Like, hey, look, I painted this this week. Great, I love looking at that stuff, and I may not comment yeah. on every picture because God bless America. You guys do a lot of work, <laughs> but you know what? I'll, I, I look at every bit of it. I definitely I'm look at it. Always looking at it, and I and I love what I'm seeing. So I, that yeah. that gets me motivated. I'll go to like Cool Mini or not, and look at people who do object source light painting, and I'm just like, whoa, that's so cool. They still have that one. I haven't looked at that in ages. Cool Mini or not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they make all those games, but their website is still going. And Jeez, I haven't looked, people yeah, still I haven't looked put, at that in a long yeah. time. No, that's. I mean, they run the Crystal Brush, man. That's <laughs> like, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's their thing. So that's not going no. anywhere. So, all right, I, I, that's about it. That's all I can think of. And we've okay. been talking a long time. We're yeah. going to take our break. Next. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, hobby etiquette, how to make sure that you're not only, not only are you having a good time, but your friends are having a good time. Right. Or opponents, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Opponents are just friends you haven't met yet. There you go. I didn't actually say that. Um, and uh, and then, uh, once again, the importance of understanding your army book. And we'll be right, right back. Okay. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. And we are back. Hello. Hey. All right. Hobby etiquette. Yeah. 
hobby etiquette mostly deals too with the gaming portion, obviously. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, we were th- these these things have basically come up either on the Facebook page or on the Discord, or we've gotten other things. These are basically topics people have said, "Hey, are you going to talk? You know, what do you think about this? You should talk about it on the show." And um, obviously, it's not a maybe a full show's worth topic mm-hmm. like you right. know that. Um, so we just took some listener suggestions and said, okay, this is what you guys want to hear about. Great. Uh, we're going to pack yeah. a bunch of them into one show. We'll probably have, if, if we get these nice little breaks in between books, mm-hmm. we'll probably start doing this more often. We'll even have uh, that, that should maybe be a discord little thing is, you know, place to make suggestions for, uh, you know, if there's certain topics you want covered, sure. or things like that. But yeah, this is just this is all it, this is what you guys asked for or some mm-hmm. of you guys asked for. And the other guys, if you didn't ask for this, ask for what you want then. You never know, <laughs> you might get it, you know? Right? So that's this is how it works basically. I you know, I've, I've talked about everything I could think to talk about. You know, we've done hobby etiquette episodes before. This in you know, in 13 years, this is probably our fourth hobby etiquette episode, but you know, it's not like people are going back 12 years to hear what we said about that game. So that's the, the. It's just I don't know. Uh, I said it's. <laughs> oh, I'm just. I'm so. Oh, I'm so. Um. It. I, I. 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 I like this topic. Okay. I think it's. It's kind of important, especially because, I when I started this game, I didn't know necessarily all the hobby etiquette or i i should say maybe i didn't know it because a lot of hobby etiquette is basic etiquette you know i I, let me rephrase that as to um i have had bad hobby etiquette like done to you or as the doer both yeah both i've seen i have seen and i have been been a a you know a a person who has had bad hobby etiquette yeah guilty as charged i am also um and it and it, it it can happen and it it can happen and you don't even notice it and I guys I've mm-hmm. told the story on the air before I was playing an Adepticon against Dale Bartz and it was my uh, vampire counts against his ogres and I just mm-hmm. I can't beat ogres I don't know what's wrong they're like my bugbear I always lose to ogres <laughs> and we were playing and I just I couldn't get any of my magic off anytime I got a successful roll he countered it with his wizard uh, his ogres were just chewing stuff up I could not get a leg up anywhere right yeah. And then his one butcher that he had the one butcher who was messing up my whole game pulled himself into the warp. Okay. And I looked around. I was like, "Oh, I'm like, was that your only wizard?" Yes. I'm like, "Okay." And I look around. Realizing, I might be able to get a spell or two off, which means I might be able to replenish my army, which means I have a chance at at least not getting crushed here. Uh huh. And I'm like, "Okay, uh, right." And then I'm like, "Okay, we're gonna do this." And he actually is like. You know, you are much more fun to play with when you're winning. When yeah. you're winning, and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "You were just so you, you you just you seemed like you were having such a terrible time up until now." Yeah. I'm like, and the thing is, I wasn't having a terrible time. Yeah. But I was really. This is when winning meant a lot to me. Uh huh. I, I know? get accused and, of the. I get accused of the same thing. And like, I was yeah. I was very focused on this, and I mm-hmm. could. I'm just. I'm trying to find a way out of it, and I. And but that's mm-hmm. the thing. That, that's okay. That. That's why it happened. Yeah. But ever since that game, yeah. I do my best to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. All right. It is just a game. And if all I'm doing is concentrating on the game and I've got to win this game, then you know what? There's no interaction there. That's no and if mm-hmm. and if I look like 
you know, I'm con- if 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 my I'm concentrating face also looks like the I'm really upset face, <laughs> then I need to do something about that, and that's on yeah. me. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is, um, it's 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 a two player game, and it's not online, right? And it's not remote, and it's not it, it, you're sitting at a table with another person. Yeah, presumably and, you want to be there with that person. You right. Set- this up right? you either yeah if you're at a tournament then you're expecting to be at a table against another person if you're setting mm-hmm. up a game you just set it up it's not i think a tournament i think you've got a little more leeway for having the concentrating face you know what i mean because you're there to win you know what i mean you're kind of i mean it's a tournament it's the name of it it's a, called a tournament yeah but there's, you know I mean? there is there is there, a there taking is. it too seriously yes. there is definitely for sure there and that's that's the, but I the, never, the top I never, tables i hear yeah, you hear about yeah. that all the time oh yeah you know? i never it's, blames i never blame somebody at a tournament for trying to win you know i never would i never do that yeah but, but if you're but looking but if, but if but you're if looking like, sour yeah. the whole time like if it's yeah. not going your way and you're getting sour faced about it that's also you know you need to not be sour faced yes. about it agreed uh, look i kind of go by this this rule for myself um i i cheer twice as loud for your great roles and cool things as i do for myself mhm you know why because somebody we need to it, this you know this is the game and stuff's mm-hmm. going to happen and you know, you know what it's like when you pull off an amazing role. Oh yeah, you know, and you pull off an amazing role, and you're like, "Oh my god, yes!" <laughs> well, and you know, but you know how that feels. And honestly, yeah. it's like I said, I'm gotten to this point where I, I can. It's I'm playing it to play the game. Like I'd like yeah. to win, but if I don't win, I don't. It's not a big deal. I, I don't yeah, really care yeah. if the, I win. I'm trying this, to win. Yeah, the success of the interactions that you're playing, right? Uh, and yeah. it's that whole. Um, when you have that amazing role, good for you. Like I know mm-hmm. how good that feels, and you, that's. I mean, I'm trying to have fun here, right? You know, and it's and it's not insincere. When you know, I mean, if I take an entire unit off, I'm gonna be like, oof, ah, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not gonna get angry about it. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. that happened. You know, right. things happen yeah. in the game, and I just came to the I came to this realization that. The first rule of etiquette is, you know, if you're trying to make sure that your opponent has a good game, mm-hmm. you're usually, I mean, unless your opponent's kind of, a, kind of a, kind of a turd, <laughs> uh, and we've had those games too, where our oh, opponent yeah. was just not going to have a good game with us, no matter what. Yeah. Or your opponent was that guy who was dead serious. Yes. Oh, and by the way, hobby etiquette for making sure your opponent has a good time. If you are zero and four. <laughs> at a tournament and you are playing the 0 and 4 guy at the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Um please just try to have fun. Right. Um I know I have been a person and I know I I, I remember You are a person. Yeah. No, I yes, I am. A, <laughs> thank you. No, but I have been in that position and I have uh-huh. friends who've been in that position. And one of the worst stories you hear afterwards is like well, that game went quick. It's like, why did it go? It's like, dude was in. We, we are at the the bottom table. We haven't mm-hmm. won a game all night, and this guy's playing like he's playing for the championship. He's like, <laughs> I am not going zero and five. Yeah. You are. It's like, all right, dude. You know what? Take it, man. <laughs> like at yeah. that point, it's like, you know. But that's that taking it too seriously again. And it's yeah, like, I, I I have definitely been that person who takes the game too seriously, and you're sitting on. Three wins at a five-game tournament. You're three and one. You know, and you're at a huge tournament. It's like, guess what, man? You're three. You're not going to win this tournament, no matter what you do. So you might as well chill. You know, 
it's I mean just, just I mean there's difference between chilling and having a good time and just being just like laser focused on this game and just not enjoying yourself. Like, that's it. Just I, try to be pleasant. Like yeah, you can yeah. you can I've okay. I've played some people and I've met a couple like I know um like you know Mike Gerald. Oh yeah. When we were first playing like during Blood in the Sun and those times, he used oh, to play yeah. this all the dude he, he like he'd win like half the tournaments he went to. No, he I think it, he won all the tournaments he went to. At, at some point it uh, seemed like uh, that, didn't it? Yeah. Well but the I've, thing yeah. is you play was, him at oh, any table so at any time and he always gave you a great game. He always you'd did. lose but you I mean, didn't I had, feel bad. I played, and, I played Mike twice, and both games were super close. But they were so super fun because I mean he was just a good player, and you know it's just how it's just how those games went. I mean the first time I played him, Blood in the Sun. Yeah, it's his Bretonians versus my goblins. All of my war machines like misfired and killed themselves. Like the first turn, then his catapult landed on my general, and he ran off the table first turn. Oh no! Yeah. I was like, huh. He's like, wow. Um, I don't know what to say about that, Mike. You know, yeah. like, I don't know, Mike. Let's just keep going. And we played the rest of the game, and it was fine. You know, it was- yeah. <laughs> Look, the thing is, I've played against really players who win a lot, and you can be a competitive yeah. player, yes, and still be kind, and still yeah. be, and still have fun with it, right? Yes. Yeah. It's the idea of I'm trying to have fun and i don't mind losing like yeah i've had some miserable games against top players too just absolutely miserable oh yeah oh the games are just not fun i've been slow played before by other people and it's like what are you that's come on man i mean if you play in this long enough this happens to you whether you're playing top players or bottom players Mm -hmm. like i said the the zero and four guy who's playing like 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 (laughs) you know Oh, yeah. and five is not a death sentence. You don't have to play like it. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. But yeah. that's th- th- that's what I'm saying. You can yeah. be focused, and part yeah. of it is if you know your army book, which we're going to get to. Yes. If you know it, like the yeah. back of your hand. Yeah. You that can be up, focused that, without yeah. being freaking out because you yeah. and your head know what everything can do. But yeah, that that was my Warhammer superpower when I was in the thick of. You know, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth edition Warhammer. I knew all the books. You did. You know, you I knew, knew every book, all the I knew, books, I knew, and you I knew, knew every. I knew every stat, every book, every, and I knew most of the. Well, I knew all of the matchups. Yeah. So when you, whenever you would play against someone, you knew what all their stuff did, yep. which is a huge leg up. But that's oh. that's that's another conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Etiquette. First of all, number one thing you should, you know, yes, you so want to win, so, but it should yeah. be you want to yeah. have a good game. Yeah. So basic Warhammer etiquette. Uh, first of all, show up like uh, on time. If you, yeah. If you organize the game with somebody on Discord or whatever, actually show up for the game. That's a good start. <laughs> um, if you're at a tournament, be on time because yeah. you're you're on a time limit, and mm-hmm. you know uh, if you're late, you're taking away from your opponent's ability to play their game when they paid for that tournament too. So you want to be on right. time. You want to be on time. Have all your stuff. Have all your stuff. All your books, your dice, your tape measures, all that jazz. I mean, things happen. You yeah. could lose your tape measure or something like that. I mean, I always keep an extra. That's I have two. That, uh, yeah, I, come to, I go to every tournament with two tape measures because if mm-hmm. my opponent's missing one, I'll loan him that one until the game's <sighs> yeah. over, you know? Pen. Bring a pen. Yeah. 
Because you're going to have to fill out score sheets. Yeah, bring two. Bring two. Just because, you know, like yeah. I said, th- this is stuff. Di- like dice, bring two sets of dice. Yeah, and that's part of, you know, being prepared. As when I yeah. go, I I have enough stuff for myself and I try to make sure if especially if it's like a two day if I'm going if I'm going to a tournament, yeah. Just have some backups. Yeah. The other thing is have a backup because if your tape measure breaks in the middle of the game, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know, and if, you're, you're like, and if your dice completely abandon you during the game, swap them out. Yeah. So <laughs> that's but have that stuff. Be, have, yeah. That's preparedness is important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, was, I usually go through, like, you meet, you know, so if you know the person already, you don't have to, like, introduce yourself, you know, whatever. At a tournament, you know, hi, I'm Chris. I'm from here. Yeah. You know, I play this army. How are you? You know, what are you playing? Ooh, cool. You know. Yeah. Where are um, you from? Right? Make sure your opponents know, um, like, you know, not everyone's going to know your army, but, you know, it's always nice in the beginning to give them a, a basic overview. Yeah, so you're I not never playing see, gotcha. Yeah, so I always assume that the guy I'm playing against knows nothing about my army. And the question I try to avoid, which is something I I learned this, is it's a sneaky thing tournament players do to gauge the person they're playing. Is they'll ask you like, "Hey, man, how what's good? How you doing? Oh, pretty good. How long have you been in the hobby?" They ask that question, and it's. <laughs> Some, it might actually be a genuine question, but I don't. Sometimes it it, it isn't because they're trying to gauge who they're up against. Is this a wily tournament veteran with countless games under their belt, or is this guy a new player? Uh. And I can now I can get shenanigans off on this guy. He's like that's it's just a it's a it's a thing. So well, I avoid, okay, so that's I, bad. Don't do that. <laughs> don't don't do that. Like I just avoid the question altogether. And if somebody asks me that question, so how long have you been in the hobby? Oh, well, you know, a while. Yep. You know, or you know, yeah. I just avoid the question because yeah. I don't Few think years. it's a legit. I just, yeah, well, you know, I, I think I don't think it's a legitimate question, unless and not at a tournament. I don't think it is. I think it's shady. <laughs> okay, I never yeah. thought about that. So don't ask yeah. people how long they've been in the hobby. I I, I avoid that question because. Mm. Okay. You know, you're meeting somebody at like the game shop. You're just hanging out. Sure. Yeah. You know, you're not. You know, but at a tournament, mm, no. I, I I assume the person I'm playing at the tournament kind of like knows what they're doing, but doesn't know my army at all. Right. You know, I just I just assume that, or I'll ask. Maybe I'll ask like, do you know what this army does? Yeah. And they say I have no clue what any of that stuff is. I'm like, okay, like. You know, just like these guys do, you know, whatever, you know. And you don't have to go through every single thing, but it's, right, a, you right. know, these guys, you know, most of my guys move about this much. I got a foot army. Most of these guys move this much. Yeah. Most of them have two wounds. I got yeah, basically he, a four up armor. Most of that. Right. Yeah. If, yeah. Uh, give, here's the generalization if you're not certain, and then we can get into fancy stuff later. Exactly. I just, you don't want you know, to win because you got a gotcha on someone. And in Age of Sigmar, it's an important question to ask the other guy. If you don't know, honestly, if you don't know, he's like, does any of your army deep strike or teleport or any of that stuff? Oh, that's, that's a good question. Yeah. Because you might honestly just don't, you just don't know. There's so many armies out there. Like, I mean, of course we, you and I know them all, but maybe somebody else doesn't, you know, sure. like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I remember the first time, like I played a Sylvanus player. I'm like, like, 
it was before we had done like the book review, you know, uh-huh. like, you know, we're talking about like, like maybe like soul wars edition, silver, whatever okay. I'm like playing. I'm like, and suddenly all this stuff just starts happening. I'm like, okay. Like I've definitely, I've definitely been the noob in the 40 K room before. Oh yeah. And it is, you think, you think age of Sigmar gotchas are painful. Like my God, dude. Oh yeah. Like, like the 40 K stuff is just, you could literally tell me anything that your army can do, I just have no choice but to believe you. <laughs> because I don't know. Like, what does that guy do? Oh, this, this, this is yeah. this special character well, I for mean, the but custodians. That's not, I mean, does, you know, like, I mean, okay. but as etiquette is what I'm saying. You know, yeah. let's, let's keep it to that. Well, you, I might say part of, etiquette, part of etiquette is telling yeah. your opponent, like, what your stuff does. Give it, giving them a general... I mean, it's not my responsibility to give you a whole lesson on the whole thing. But yeah, True. it's it is... I, I think it is it's in good taste to at least give them a general overview. Yeah. Uh, or at least if if or if there's you know you like you, said, like, you don't want a gotcha moment. If this thing right. does this really cool thing, yeah. That okay. Once your guys get within twelve inches of this, I'm going to explode and do all this right. stuff. Right. I will tell right. someone that because you should know. Listen, by the way, Absolutely. If you're going to get within here, you know, like if there's area effects, I'll tell them that stuff. You know, yeah. make like, sure they know it. And that's just because yeah. I don't want any. Yeah moments where it's like oh i totally yeah. wouldn't have done that if i realized your guy could do that exactly imagine playing against like the lord imperitant in the stormcast army and you don't know what he does and the guy your opponent doesn't tell you and yeah. you're like okay i'm gonna zone out your army here da, 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 da. oh and then it goes to the other guy's turn he's like yeah i can land right here it's like but you can't i'm it's nine inches from blah blah, blah. i don't know imperitants can do within seven i'm like whoa yeah. like <laughs> you saw what i was trying to do like why didn't you tell me i'm like i don't know like Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's a uh, yeah. It, but it, that's but and there's another part of gaming etiquette. Make sure that you make your intentions clear when you're doing yeah. something. Yes. You know. Yes. You, okay. What are you trying to? I just I'm I, I'm you yeah. know I'm, I'm trying to move a guy where where he's out of your line of sight. Is he out of yeah, your line of was, sight here? You know. Is that a that was that's the classic. That's my classic story from Eighth Edition Warhammer. It's like team tournament at Adepticon. We're on the final table, man. Me and uh, gosh. Me and Greg, me and Greg Dowsey are on the final table. We're on table one. We're going to win this friggin' tournament or, or maybe we're on table two, whatever. We're doing really well. And I'm lining up this unit. I'm like, okay, dude, I'm going to move over here and I'm going to be outside your line of sight for your unit. And he's like, okay. And I like, cool. It's like the last game. You're tired, whatever. And he like, and it gets to their turn. He like pulls out the line of sight template and the protractor. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to charge your unit over here. I'm like, bro, I'm like out of line of sight. It's like, well, you didn't do it quite correctly. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> no, that is, we we made the intention. You said yes. You agreed yeah, you that said, these guys yes. were out it's of like your you line of sight. You agreed to this. And he's like, well, you didn't do it quite correctly. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm like, and Greg's just like, it's okay, Chris. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm like, no, we like made this crystal clear of what was happening. And he's like, like, no. And, and we let him, we let him have it. We let him get the charge in. It was honestly, it was oof. You know, it's like <laughs> those <laughs> things. It's like, what? Yeah, that don't do that. <laughs> If you agree to something like during a game, like don't like go back. That's on the thing. It. If you agree like, to it during the game, you you've got to you you can't turn around being then well actually me. You can't well actually me yeah, after you said yeah. yes. Yeah. 
but this is a tournament. But no, you, but no take backs on that. Okay. Oh but, well, but I then, thought we said. Well, okay. Well, then I'm going. You know what? Then I'm going. We're going to go back to where I did this, and let's make sure it's right then, because you agreed to it. Yeah. So where do they have to be for you to agree to it? Because if you could yeah. go and turn it around and not agree, then I'll say, well, then if you're not oh agreeing, my because gosh. Of, it yeah, was, it, it was, gets petty and it's stupid. oh, it was it was just it just felt so bad. Yeah. Well, because it was because the guys we were playing who were I mean they were admittedly they were a little socially awkward. I'll say. You know what I mean? I was just like, I be really nice now. Come like, on now. We're going to keep positive. We're talking I, about I, etiquette. I, I, not, all the ti- I, I, not all the times people were bad etiquette to us. That's not it, the point. I know. <laughs> so, so I'm just like, so I'm, so I remember being in that moment. I'm like, I'm like really upset about this. And Greg's like looking because he was like kind of checking me, you know. He's just like, Chris, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay. It's just the game. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. I'm like, but I'm like. You know what? You're right. Okay, fine. You know, fine. It's fine. Yeah. Let's just keep. Let's just keep going. Yep. And that's what happened. So, but making making your intentions clear when you're doing yeah. stuff and talking to your opponent mm-hmm. is a huge key yeah. to not have. It's it is it it that that will help you to avoid yeah. ninety five to ninety eight yeah. percent of the yeah. arguments you might yeah. have on the table. Like remember, like remember the number one argument in like seventh edition of Warhammer was charging. <laughs> oh yeah, remember you'd roll your dice before you knew the distance. Uh huh. And then oh, you'd sit there, gosh. and then you'd measure, and it'd be so close, and you just you're arguing both sides because yep. because it's that close. Yeah. So the the best thing they ever did was, but you pre measure charges. <laughs> oh, that was all a conspiracy theory to sell more of the game tables, but we already talked <laughs> about that back when it happened. So yeah. But that was that, that was uh, that was probably one of the best things they ever did. Yeah, that uh, pre-measuring stuff was like okay. Because then you can agree yeah. beforehand, and because, exactly. once again, because you should be, have, make your intentions known and agree yep. beforehand. Exactly. That's a big thing. Um, sure. What else? What else from etiquette? Um, okay, uh, dice rolling. Yeah, dice. <laughs> First of all, roll where everyone can see it, or at 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 best, everyone can see it. You know, um, yeah. There's a lot of terrain and a lot of stuff on the table. Sometimes you can't roll always on the table, and it's hard to find right. a spot. But find a right. spot, clear a spot. Um, if you have a little dice tray to roll into, that works. If the tables get cluttered, like if you're at a tournament, it's yeah. never bad to have make a sure, backup. Make sure one. your make sure your opponent can see the dice that you're rolling. Exactly. Don't like have the dice tray like right in front of you. Like right next to like your table edge, and roll in the dice tray, and then your opponent's like, it's like look to see it. Like, can my yeah. opponent see these dice? And he's like stepping up on his tippy toes, like trying to see what you rolled. And yeah, like, no. maybe I should, maybe I should do this over here. Yeah. <laughs> roll, roll where everyone can see it, especially if you have a dice tray, because you could just find a yeah. spot and just put it down where everyone can see it. Um, yeah. uh, you know. Say what you're doing. Once again, say what you're doing. Okay, yeah, so I need yeah, three. Say what so you're doing. Pull, I need four. Um, but pick, do you pick up misses? Pick up or do your you, misses. You, you only misses, pick up right? misses. Yeah, pick okay. up misses. Yeah, pick up misses and move those out of the way. Yeah. Well, why do you pick up misses? In case you've never heard this before, listen. I'm supposed to pick up all the misses. I rather roll four better, so I'm picking up all my one twos and threes. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I get re-roll ones, then it's like, okay, hold on, re-roll ones. So let's pick up all the re-roll ones. Okay. Yeah. Then you're going to pick up your misses, okay? Yeah. You're picking up misses because if you make a mistake and pick up something you shouldn't. That's not a bad deal. Right? If you pick up a hit and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that was a miss, even if it's for a, you're getting a re-roll or whatever. Yeah. Even if yeah. real or not, 
if I need fours or better and I accidentally pick up a four and I thought it was a miss and I threw it in my hand, I just took away a hit from myself. So my right. mistake only hurts me. Whereas if right. I'm picking up my hits. Yeah, and you pick up a miss. And, and someone says, was that a three? And I thought you needed a four. And it's like, no, that was a four. And then they're looking. And she's like, I'm dead certain it was a three. There's no <laughs> way, man. There's no way to prove it. See? Yeah. Because yeah. you've already picked it up. Right. So they, we used to, that was the Mr. Ninja Dice Picker Upper. Like, make oh, sure yeah. when you're picking up, you always pick up your misses. Mm-hmm. Because if you do, like I said, if you do make a mistake on that, plus then you then you look at the board and you're done. You're like, okay, that's all the misses. Well, no, there's a miss right there. You you know, you're because you're, your opponent can see he's making sure you pick up all the misses as well. Mm-hmm. Leave that out when you guys agree. Right. Then you can roll those. You know, right. and, and that's right. a, it. It's such a small thing, but it's a, such a big thing. Right. I mean, the whole game rests. Everything else is academic. You're putting your you're lining up. You're doing your things. You're doing. It's those big dice rolls that make any part of the game worth doing. <laughs> and it, when they're that important, you need that needs to be as transparent as possible. Right. Um, agree to your whatever your cocked die rule is going to be before you start yeah. to play. Yeah. Um, I like I like if you can balance a die on it, it's fine. I see, and I'm more of a if it's on terrain at all, re-roll it. I don't okay. care if it's flat. Yeah. Tra- if it's on a piece of terrain, re- just. That yeah. way you're not arguing. That way you're not having to balance a die. Well, this part of the terrain's pretty flat, so mm-hmm. I can. Ba- nah, if it's on, if it's plastic terrain and it's on the terrain, I go just re-roll it. Yeah, good, bad, it's, it's, indifferent. It's, it's, honestly, it's whatever the two players agree to. Yeah, but totally, but agree yeah. to that once. I think communication is one of the biggest parts of etiquette. Yeah. If you're looking at it, yes, yes, that because just agree to that stuff yeah. beforehand. Right, and as a player. You can do this a little bit on your own. And my wife taught me this one <laughs> as I was trying to get into Age of Sigmar. She's like, so I was kind of bummed I wasn't good at this game when I first started it, you know? Uh-huh. And her thing was like, before you go to these things, you need to set your expectations. <laughs> like, That's true. <laughs> like, you need to, like, be for real. Like, why are you going to this thing and need to, like, have a realistic set of expectations of what you're trying to do? Like, are you just going to have fun? Yes. Then do that. You know, like, well, that's your expectation. Just go have fun. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. I'm like, that should always be the goal. You know, when you're honest with yourself. Well, and set you your know, expectations should be before all these parts of the hobby. Before you start yep. painting that army. Yeah. Rotor's always dialing me back. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah. do you do? I'm looking, look at this. He's like, okay. Now, because I do it all the time. I start off mm-hmm. with something that's a great idea. And yeah. then about three days into it, like, how's it going? I'm like, yeah, totally abandoned it. It was God. It couldn't. I was. I, I can't do that. I don't know how to yeah. do that. Yeah. So it's so like, when you go, so when you yeah. go to a game, it's the same thing. Set your expectations before you get there. Like, if it's a person you've never played before and you only know them from like a Discord server, set your expectations. Like, okay, I don't know this guy. Like, we're friendly on Discord, so I'm just gonna go. And I'm going to meet this guy. It's going to be a new guy, and it's going to be fun. And we're just going to play a game, win or lose. I don't care. Yeah, I'm going to play a casual game, see how this yep. goes, and see how well we get along playing. Because if we yes. enjoy playing against each other, play again. I gotta, we'll play again. Yeah, you know, and you've got you got someone to play Warhammer with. I come in there with the intention once again. I'm going to I'm going to give this person a good game. I'm going to play my best yeah. game. I'm going to have yep. fun with it. I am yep. going to I am going to try to be as pleasant as possible. Yeah. Make some jokes, have some fun, because right. at the end of the day, yeah, it's that interaction with the person, and yeah. we've said it before. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, we're there rolling dice. None yeah. of this is important. <laughs> right, exactly. But you know? it is but it isn't what is important is where it's you're, fun. Is like, is, it, like is it just fun and you're making you're trying to hopefully you're trying to make a friend. I mean, as cheesy as that sounds, hopefully you're there to like make, you know, yeah. Yeah, right. Like meet some new people and exactly have some you meet fun new people and, like, in the community and, like, every and, like, time. Make and make make a new friend. I think is. I mean, and here's the thing: if you're setting your expectation with this new guy, and and your expectation is okay, man. Like, I am only I only want to play the game with you because I am trying to hone my tournament list. So I am trying to win at all costs. That is my expectation. That guy might not want to play you. <laughs> Well, and that's, I mean, that's that's, that's a, another thing. That's set your expectation. That's some gaming etiquette, um, yeah. I guess, before you even set up the game, looking yeah. for a casual game. Yes, that's important that you tell that guy, like, I am looking to win this game. Right. Uh, like, yeah, my army but, list is going to be razor but you should, sharp, point optimized. It's it's here to just destroy you. Well, you don't like, have to. I mean, and you, that, that, yeah. but that's, yeah, that, that's what you're trying to do. I'm saying that that's what you're trying to do. You should communicate that with the guy you're trying to set up the game with, because he may be like, you know what, man, like, right. I don't want no part of this. Yeah, I mean, if you're on, because Grognards yeah. has the for uh, the discords for Roselle and Batavia, yeah, and they got the thing. Look at for they got a different little server yes. page for each game. Yeah, yep. and when you're on there, say looking for a game. When it's looking for a game, my response is, uh, are are we playing a serious yeah. game or a casual game? Yeah. Because yep. you know, and if I'm and if I'm going to a tournament and it's like um, I'm playing, you know, hey, uh, going to play my tournament list, mm-hmm. you know, practice for a tournament. I, I'm putting that in with looking for a game for someone who's going to help me practice a tournament list. Yep, and like I would someone who, or who doesn't up. mind yeah. helping me practice a right. tournament and, list. Like I'm bringing. And I would expect that other player to show up and be like, "All right, man, this is going to be a tournament level." game yeah like just we've got to pretend we're on table one this is for all the marbles like that's well i mean well here's the thing maybe they show up and they don't have a tournament list they're gonna show up the thing but they at least they know what the plan is yeah you know yeah Yeah, they're not showing up like hey man what's up how are you oh cool you know are you here you know let's let's play to have some fun the other guy's like i'm not here for fun i'm here to practice my tournament army like well i mean and that is fun (laughs) nobody's gonna say i'm not here for fun i I, mean you'd be surprised okay i I, I think you would be surprised but yeah, once again, I'm looking for a casual game. And mm-hmm. if someone's looking for a casual game, yeah. don't bring your tournament list at them. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. You know, cuz that's that's, you know, yeah. yeah. Don't like check yourself. I guess that's this another, all comes that's a, Yeah, it's another thing my wife says to me a lot of times. She's like, "Yo, you need to check yourself with like what's going on here. You need to stop reading the press clippings about you in Warhammer Weekly or whatever and start having fun with this instead. I'm like, uh, you're the right. The press you know clippings I mean? about you and Warhammer. Yeah, what I'm are just, you talking I'm, about? I'm, I'm just saying for, you know, just... You Were know, there something. press clippings about you no. in Warhammer Weekly? That would Maybe. be... I, I'm just, <laughs> I just... I didn't know if you just suddenly dropped a whole bunch of knowledge on me that I didn't know I'm about saying, you. I'm, I'm like, saying, oh, I'm wow. Just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, in general, you know what I mean? Okay, like, you're okay. like this super awesome Warhammer player. And you oh, I get you. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, right, You need right. to stop. And like, figure out why you're doing this. You know uh, what I mean? Like, got that you. Kind of, I would did yeah. not know where this was going. You yeah. know what? It, okay. You know, I think we're getting. We need to. 
Yeah. Whew, we still got to talk about knowing the book. We're hitting right. two hours. And honestly, I've had a really long day and I'm starting to feel like maybe <laughs> I am not right in the head right now because I've lost the thread twice so far today. And no, I think I'm we're just, doing I think we're doing good. No, I think we're doing good too. I'm just like we're, yeah. this is going all over and I don't know if it's me. It's probably me. I'm just I need a nap. Um <laughs> ugh. But, I think it's a great discussion because I think people struggle with this. Well, and it, it it just comes down to communication. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to these people, knowing kind of what you're getting into. Now, mm-hmm. you know, uh, by the same token, you, if, if you go to a tournament and you're bringing your I, I, <sighs> I paint what I like list and, you're yeah. going, and you go there yeah. and you get beat, you can't be bitter. Right. Right. If, you, if you took a nice, well, if you took a fluffy bunny list, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, if if you brought the knife to the gunfight, yeah, and you knew it was a gunfight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I've been ambushed by that. I I went to like I went to like a, oh my god, COVID's horrible and it's over. So let's get together and play some fun games of Warhammer 40k. I'm like, cool. This is gonna be great. Like, come on over. It's like pizza and. We'll have drinks, and we're just hanging out. We're playing games, and you just kind of play whoever's available. I'm like, sweet. And I get there with, like, my Ultramarines, and <laughs> there's, like, these just, like these razor-sharp tournament lists. I'm just like, uh. See, but, like, but that, that, group, uh, that group, that might be how they always play. So for them, that is a casual day. Everybody's what? just bringing their A game because that's all the game that they bring in their group. I, I, maybe. And there's, group, there's groups yeah. like that. I've, I've met groups like that. Yeah. I, I'm, that's, yeah. I'm just yeah, not that good. I, no, and I'm, like, playing these games. I'm like, this is not fun. <laughs> like, th- I'm, like, sitting there just like, and people are just doing stuff to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, I have literally no clue what your army does. You could tell. Oh, me you mean anything. in the game? Okay. In the, during was, the game, I was losing. Like, you could, you, you could. I, I don't know what any of your stuff does. You could literally tell me anything and just do it because I have no clue. Well, you got to go on the assumption that your opponent isn't just going to lie to you about what their well, stuff yes. does. But I'm like, I'm like literally telling them this before the game has started. Like, I have no clue what your stuff does. You could do whatever you want, and I wouldn't know. As I played 40k like five times. Here's my army, and these guys are just like licking their chops, just like <laughs> waiting to just just destroy me in like two turns. I'm like, this is not fun at all. Wow. I'm like, this is bad. And like, well, like and that's where like, that's where like, you guys like, didn't like, know what the other was exactly. Yeah, exactly. I like they even told the for the guy in the first game, like, I'm not having any fun. He's like, yeah, your list isn't that good. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> I left. Yeah. yeah, that's the point. It's like, oh, you know mm-hmm. what? This is this, is, and there's no hard feelings. Look, I just yeah, this isn't no. for me. Time yep. to go. I, yeah, it was, I was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna leave. So, adios, fellas. And they're like, oh, you're leaving. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. You won't miss me. It's fine. <laughs> it was just like, woof. Yeah, and that's, and that's partially my fault, right? Because I didn't know like what I was walking into, you know, that's, uh, that's a little bit on me. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's part of it. That's, they said, Hey, yeah. come over for some gaming and, and mm-hmm. you just should have asked. Yeah. Hey, what kind of, I mean, what, what do people usually bring? Like I, or mm-hmm. I will sometimes ask, and if you, you can ask that, you can also be like, what armies do people usually like? This is like, if, especially if you have more than one army. Yeah. Hey, what should I bring? I've got this and mm-hmm. this. What, what other, I don't want to bring something somebody else has. 
Right. You know, and you can yeah. do that too, and then that that you get that checked out. But yeah, that yeah, because I could I could ask that question to the guy who invited me. I'm yeah. Like, like, what's the room like? What are these guys? Oh, because I found out later, like, oh no, these are like you know, like Warhammer Chicago area, like Warhammer 40k, like tournament winners and competitors. I'm like, okay, I'm in the wrong. Um, you know what? You guys have fun. <laughs> yeah, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I read the room. This isn't my room. I'm good. Yeah, nope. And then yeah. no hard feelings. It's just, yeah, yeah this is, yeah. I don't want to spend the rest of the day just getting pounded. And that's no. literally what's about to happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and honestly, the guys I was playing, they weren't having any fun destroying me either. They were just kind of like going through the motions. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was not a good situation. It was yeah. kind of <laughs> All right. We have one topic left. Yeah, one little bit left, and that is the importance of knowing your army book. And yeah, uh, you know that you, you it seems obvious, mm-hmm. right? You know, you should know what your army book does, but it's not just knowing what your army does. Okay, yeah. it's knowing your army book. Now, Rob Symes brought this up, and it was before the last time I saw him at Adepticon. He had done a whole show on this. Okay, and I hadn't really thought that much about it, but as I was mm-hmm. listening to it, it was like. Oh, I get it. And he and he tied this in with hobby etiquette. It's like okay. you don't want to be wasting half of the game time and half of your opponent's time looking right. up the rules in your for your own army. You should know what your army does. And he's like, yeah. I know my army. I know all of their stat lines for all their weapons. I know these guys roll and they hit on this and they wound on this and this is the thing. And he's like, yeah. and I and I learned it. And he's like, you've only got a dozen units on the board. Mm-hmm. He's like, is that a lot? Yeah, kind of. But if you're going to play this army enough, you need yeah. to know these things. Because especially in a tournament, and this is more yeah. tournament etiquette this is more than tur- anything yeah. else. This is yes. tournament. A friendly game. But even in a friendly game, you don't have 50,000 piles of papers every you're flipping through stuff trying to figure right. out what your things do. Like there's a, there's a magic number of the amount of times you're supposed to play your tournament army like in practice games. I can't remember what it is. Like 10. Like you're supposed to play okay. it like x amount of practice games before you get to the tournament, and if you do that, you'll know all this stuff. You should know what they do, but then, yeah. but it's knowing all those stats, knowing your rules, okay. Yeah. And if people ask you, you tell them if they want to look at the rules. Yeah, you know where they are. You could show it to them. But by mm-hmm. knowing your rules, knowing yeah. all the things your army does, yep. And I mean, you could. I mean, you could have a look up. I just. I can't. You know. Uh, I can't remember what the spell is cast at. That's not yeah. a big deal. You know, because you can have I, one sheet open with all your spells, right? Yeah. But if you know all those things, yeah. you there is no time being wasted. There is no right. slow play happening. You are right. focused on the game and your opponent, and not focused on your books and yeah. trying I mean, to remember should, what things do. Yeah, and you shouldn't go on like a half hour bathroom break like during a tournament game. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is that. Yeah, you should. Oh, is that, that is that what you're supposed to do in a tournament? Okay. Yeah, no half hour bathroom breaks. <laughs> unless unless you're going to go in your bathroom break when your opponent goes in their smoke break, that's fine, I suppose. Oh yeah, that's that's also happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I that, you know what? I, that, if, as long as we're on time to be finishing and we're playing and things are moving along, if you, I don't care. I don't care about that stuff. But I mean, ask your opponent, <laughs> anyway, I suppose. Yes. My know point being, no, but yeah, know yeah. your book. And you know what? And uh, that's the other side of this. If you're playing against somebody, this is gamer etiquette, like advanced gamer etiquette, in my opinion. If you're playing against somebody and you're they're doing something with like one of their units, and they're not doing it correctly to their disadvantage, you need to tell them if you know. You need to. Do you think so? Like, 
Oh, yes. Like if somebody's playing, uh, my friend Mike does this to me all the time. He, he knows all these armies. He knows all the books. And I'm playing my Stormcast. I'm playing a unit I don't play very often. It's the guys with the Boltstorm crossbows. Right. If you roll a six to hit, or, you, you know, if you, if you roll um, and, you, you know, you roll your dice, you get extra hits depending on what you roll. Uh-huh. And I for, for keep, kept forgetting. And he, like, is reminding me, like, remember to pick up those dice. So those are extra hits for you. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Or if I'm playing, yeah, like, yeah, I suppose, yeah. I, if you know that, you should, yeah. You you need to tell the person you're playing. You can't just let them not know because that's. I think it's. I don't know if it's. It's not cheating, but it's no. It's but like, here's the thing: if I'm gonna, if you're doing something, and I know you're doing something wrong, like if you're doing it, and that would no, that's and it's to uh, like, you're my opponent, and you do something wrong to your advantage, which. You could call that cheating, unless, of course, you didn't know. Sometimes it's like, oh, wait, I, I thought Sometimes that's how that worked. Okay. Yep. But if I'm going to call you out for the th- stuff you're doing wrong mm-hmm. to, 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 to your advantage, then right. you're, I think you're right. I think yeah. I should also then be like, yeah. oh, hey, no, you should. Yeah, if so, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's the rule for Boltstrom crossbows. Attack made with a Boltstrom crossbow scores a hit. That attack scores two hits instead of one. So yep. I hit you. I was kept forgetting. I'm like yeah. rolling. Oh, it's five hit, or eight hits. Now, if you, and my no. Mike's just like, and Mike's like, I'm picking, I'm picking up eight. I'm picking up, you know, to roll eight eight wound rolls. He's like, dude, that's sixteen hits. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. He just kept reminding me. Well, how many? I'm just uh, an idiot. Then that, then that raises the forget. question of how many times are you supposed to have to remind a person? I, Twice, I, three times, all oh, the whole I, game. I, I, I would do it every time. If I suppose, my, I would. I mean, do if, it. I, I guess, like I said, if I'm going to call out every time he does something wrong that I yeah. don't like, I got to call out the time he does something wrong that exactly. I do like. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's learning to play your army. You know, I mean, yes. I suppose as long as and once again, do it politely. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you know, you eventually someone's going to get mad and throw dice at you if you're going to be calling them on every little thing too. Yeah, and well, part I mean, of that is also read the room because yeah, I will be playing a game with a and I'll I'll kind of watch you know and I'll kind of see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Or a guy will make a mistake and ask for a take back, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like okay, and, and if it's still in the same phase, I'm like I'd be cool, yeah, you know. Go like, for it, yeah. Um, and, and then but if you're, and, and yeah, then if you're in ex- combat yeah. phase, you want to go back to the magic phase, like nah, right? Yeah. You forgot something from a previous phase. That's some. But if you get something right here, a lot of times I'll be like, okay, hey, do it, take care of it, because yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, I realized it wasn't in the exact order, but we're still in that phase or something. So go ahead yes. and do it. Now, right. I also expect if I do that, I, I get the same courtesy. Yes. You know? For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, I uh, that's, once again, it's it goes into etiquette is, is really communicating. And knowing mm-hmm. knowing what your army does, playing it yeah. enough. And once again... Yeah. You got to learn how to play it, but you yeah. shouldn't be learning how to play it at a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Not at a tournament. Like, oh, that's why you have friendly games and practice right. games. That's when you have and, practice and games. I think that's friendly. totally fine if Mike tells me during a practice game, it's like, dude, you've hit eight times. That's 16 hits. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm or during dumb, a practice right. game, if they're pointing out if you're doing something wrong, or yes. a, a practice game is also a time when you can go through and look, okay, I, I need to look up these. I need to understand. I need to get the my, the rhythm for my army. You've got to yeah. learn. But that's the thing. Yeah. But by the time you get that army to a tournament, if you go to one, yeah. you yep. really need to know it. Yes, I agree. You really need and to so, know it. So what I do now is I like 
because like you know there's like the battle tactics now i'll plot out my battle tactics like for my army i'll like look through my book ones i'll look through like the general's handbook like and a lot of, of times there's like i'll have a plan yeah i'll at least have the first couple yeah because you know there's a lot of things that's like first turn Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things you can't do. I mean, right. you just can't yeah. because there, there yeah. are. So it's like, all right, I know I'm going to probably do one of these two things on my first turn. Yeah. Second turn, I might be doing. I'll do. I'll plot these two for my first two turns because if I don't do mm-hmm. it first, I'll want to do it next. I got right. this. Then I know, depending on where the game's going, I want to pick these or these. Yeah, planning that stuff out ahead is great. It takes a lot of heat off, like during the game, especially if you've got them like written down in order. Like I'm going to do these. I'm going to try to do these five, but I'm. Maybe I can do these other ones like situationally. Like if I'm playing like Stormcast, is like, do I have an opportunity to like take out like a hero, score one of these Stormcast ones that you don't normally get to, or something weird like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's uh, like I said. It's just when you're playing with your friends. Mm-hmm. The etiquette stuff is more because they're your friends and you should try not to be a jerk to them. <laughs> right. When or you're playing wanna, in a tournament. They won't want to play you anymore. Yeah. When you're playing in a tournament, it's there because, you know what, everybody paid money to be there. Yeah. And it's kind of on you to make sure that you are right. not a problem or that you are not right. a bad story, but that you right. are the story everybody wants to hear. Yeah. And like, and like paint your models, too, for a tournament. Like. Don't be the dude who like shows up with like the slap chopped like gray with like white highlights. Well, yeah, or like like direwolf army. Like, don't do that. (laughs) Well, that's that's not etiquette. That's just. I mean, most tournaments have a have a have a you know. It's technically the thing is policy. The problem is that that army's technically three colors. Well, I don't even think three colors is a thing anymore. You're 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 you're, you're an old man. No, I think they go. They just call it the tabletop standard, and that's not. They, nobody calls it three colors because tabletop standard is more than three colors. Now. I I think Adepticon is three colors. I don't think so. I no, think well, they call it tabletop standard because nobody does three colors anymore. <sighs> because that's just dumb. Like, well, I've seen I've seen it recently. Uh, I don't know. I was at Adepticon. And I was like, oh man, there's like an army that's like dry brushed and it's out here. Like, erg. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Like yeah. I said, I, I, once again, I'm trying to keep it positive. Yes, not just I keep agree. pointing out things that annoy me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not what the point. That's not what we do here, Chris. I know. Okay. <laughs> but but part of I mean that's like I think that takes I think that's far as it's etiquette, right? Because right. That takes uh, that takes away the enjoyment of your opponent. Well, and you know uh, but, I mean? but most of that, but I I just think with the painting stuff. I mean, yeah, you want to yeah. show up with your stuff painted. Yeah. Um, but I think most tournament that's in the rules so i like if yeah. Yeah, you know um yeah 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 and like i said i think most rules have what they call tabletop standard i don't think they call it three color because i know barnett used to say that well i could prime it black and then yeah. highlight it up white and then put red dots in the eyes and technically i'm painted and i'm like uh i would say no technically you're not mm-hmm. painted but that's why i call it tabletop standard it has to have you know some there has to be some decent stuff to it you know yeah but uh, well, I'm just, I'm looking at Adepticon's model policy right now. You want to know what it says? Sure. All models for all game systems must be painted to three color minimum standard. Well, I don't know. July first, twenty twenty three. I you know what? I don't even care. <laughs> I don't know. You know whatever. Yeah. Um. 
I do. Before we finish up, though, I do want to. I do want to uh, sidetrack here. I want to put. A, uh, I want to shout out to a gentleman named Andrew Watts. Uh, Andrew Watts got in touch with me last week and said, "Hey, look, uh, I got up to the episode where you were talking about Wargaming Club, and I have stuff. And if you guys can use it, you can have it." And the pile of stuff was absolutely insane. Mm. I just want to talk. I mean, like, uh, well like over Warhammer, Warhammer stuff, yes, or other stuff. well oh. over a hundred pots of paint. There was other stuff. There was Marvel <laughs> Crisis Protocol. There was God Tier. There was some Song of Ice and Fire. Um, there were four start collecting kits. There were character wow. kits. There was. Uh, uh, Do we know the backstory behind why he was willing to donate so much? Uh, or? He just said that uh, he, uh, uh, what did he say? Would you take some of these hobby donations and is there anything in particular you would like? I have an overabundance of this stuff and mm-hmm. I don't, he just didn't need all that stuff. Okay. And. I was listening to the show, and he was he was willing to donate it, and out of the goodness of his heart, and it's bananas. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, and I brought that stuff in, and some of the kids because he he dropped it off, and he came right when my class was about to start, so he didn't want to stay. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, because I, I and yeah. it was like I was like, oh, I was so mad because I co-teach that class. So as soon as they mm-hmm. called me from the office to say there was stuff there, I like ran down, like watched the class, ran mm-hmm. down. <laughs> And I missed him, but I brought mm. it back up, and a couple of kids in my fifth period class are kids who are in wargaming club, and mm-hmm. their eyes just boggled. They're like, "What is wow. that?" I'm like, "This is uh, this is another donation for," and they're like, "What is?" It? I'm showing them what it was real quick, and yeah. they were just like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "That is so great," because like I That's said, they great. play a lot of Warcry and they want to build bigger things, and so now it's like they have all these new options, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And so now, like, it's just I cannot thank you enough. Watching the kids freak out when they saw me carrying this pile of stuff that's cool and i do have a couple of kids who are playing god tier and they're painting the god tier models oh yeah so like because i had a bunch of them and i mm-hmm. didn't know what like i mean we it's we, i've we, you know we i have it here but we weren't really playing with it mm-hmm. and they're bigger chunkier models but the uh, couple of a couple of the girls really like that they like they like the aesthetic of them Okay. And I mean, they don't care. And then they started painting, like, Mr. Whitek, will you teach us how to play this game when we're done? And I was like, well, you guys are lucky it's a simple game because I'm going a whole new system here just so you can play. Yeah. But so, yeah, I'm like, I figured it out. I'm like, we can play it. You start off with this. And they're like, okay, cool. So it's like. What's this gentleman's name? Andrew? Yes. Andrew Watts. Well, Andrew, I mean, if you, you you know, need support from us, you know, let us know, you know. Yeah. You're looking for, right? I mean. Yeah, I mean, if there's anything we can do, yeah, because like I said, just seeing the kids, like, get so excited. I mean, it was like, I I was walking in like Santa Claus, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, and they they were just freaked out. They're like, oh, my God, that looks so, I mean, they were just like, they're they're so excited for Wednesday. Mm -hmm. You know, they were so excited for Wednesday. So, um I, I'm just like, great, that's great. I just wanted to say thanks, and I thought that deserved a shout-out on the show because that was, I mean, those four-star collecting kits. Wow. And plus a bunch of other stuff to go with it all. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, like big character stuff, like just ridiculously generous. And so many people have donated to the Wargaming Club. 
Um, and it's just nice because the kids are just painting like crazy and they have all this stuff. They're spoiled for choice at this point and they're just having the best time. And I'm hoping that this is going to spread so we can have, uh, you know, like these kids will keep playing after yeah. they graduate. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to help to build this area of the community. And I do have a couple of kids who are playing locally after they graduated and I'm, they're going to come, I'm going to have one of them. They're going to come to some of the clubs, just let the kids know where. Oh, cool. We're gaming. Yeah, let them know where these guys game if, if they want to yeah. keep playing outside of club. So yeah, I like I said, I'm super excited. I think it's great. So that's fantastic. All right, Good we got to wrap up. We got to wrap up on that positive note. We got to wrap up. So, folks, uh, Chris, are you ready? I'm getting there. Hold on. All right. Uh, once again, thank the Patreon sponsors, all of our Patreon patrons, but especially uh, our associate producers, Jake C, James Brown, Old Man Yeti. Executive producers Scotty Milne, George Stradone, and Sir Kilsteak. And our newest patrons, David Clark, Ryan McNally, Dan LeBlanc, and Cameron Brown. Thank you all for being part of the 1%. Thank you to uh, Grognards and Six Squared and Chaos Orc Superstore, uh, all you guys, for making this show possible. Folks, we will be back. Um, also, uh-huh. um, I was talking with uh, my friends... Um, I know I talked about how uh, the Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre. Mm-hmm. I've talked about that movie. My friend wrote it and are the Manson Brothers. And um, they do a lot of cool, fun stuff. Uh, they're really into wrestling. Obviously, they were pro wrestlers. Uh, they do this movie stuff. They're into horror movies. And um, I'm going to have them on for a garage game. We're just talking about making the movie and the stuff like that. Just, you know, because they were... Uh, they were nice enough to say they'd, they'd come on and, and, and just kind of talk movies and stuff with me. And we all know I like to do that. I was going to put it on Garage World on the Patreon page, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this a Garage Gamer. So that's coming up soon. Um, we've got more stuff coming. So uh, stay tuned, folks. You okay, Chris? I keep hearing you no, sighing over is, there. No, this is not working right. Okay. I'm hearing all the sighing. So then we won't. Uh, I'll I tell you what. You say Four Sigmar, and I'll do the noise, okay? Okay. Okay. We're going to do Okay. So, folks. Until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant, only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful will know no despair except in failure. For Sigour! I saved the day. Nice work. I am the greatest. All right, fantastic. Chris, I will talk to you soon. Guys, later. Yep, bye.